I'm gonna try to uh like do some drills or some shit outside and maybe that spark it up. Back <laughs> this nigga gonna be doing suicides in the parking lot. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a little, it's a little park by me that got like all that shit. Um, not like no like machines and nothing, but they got like uh, basketball court and shit. Maybe I'll just go out and shoot some hoops by myself or some shit. You gonna be out there like it's uh above the rim. Yeah, man. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. What you got? Now? What you got? <laughs> yo, yo, yo! Welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's episode seventy-one. I am your boy Moose Mancino, and um, I'm thinking that I'm currently in phase two of my lust for sweetie. But um, we gonna get back to y'all on the details of that. We got a uh, <laughs> we got C's in the building. Yes, yes, yes. We are here back again. Uh, seventy-one, bitch. Yeah. All right. Oh damn. You got to explain that. Uh, I'm, in my, I'm in my MJ bag from now on. That's what oh, I'm talking shit. about. <laughs> Man, that nigga was abusing what's his name, bro. <laughs> Come on, ho. Come on. I, I couldn't even imagine like MJ saying calling the nigga a ho. <laughs> he let that shit go so freely. I, and you know, you know what makes it makes lets you know that he did that shit all the time is no one reacted. Like yeah. usually, usually when somebody say some wild shit, like people like make a face, they turn and look like, yo, what the fuck? Everybody just went on about their business. Yeah, it's two words that I'm not allowing another man to call me. It's a bitch and a hoe. And he was he was letting them go. He's let both of them go, bro. And he wasn't just saying that this nigga had like malicious intent in his tone. Yeah, that nigga was wild. But uh shit, we got done in the building. It's your boy Dona man. Say so is number one. Shout out to the bars, man. Always been a supporter. You a sick man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want no smoke. He don't want him to drop that address after this podcast. <laughs> no smoke. Because I'm going to be saying some wild shit. So no smoke. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Shout out to Doja Cat. Uh, shout out to Nikki, man. Uh, but shit. First, uh, man, this is this the weekly checkup. How y'all been, man? How y'all holding up? Uh, shit, I'm decent. Feeling optimistic about what? Just about life, man. Just about getting through this quarantine. It seems like, as a country, we've not—I mean, not the people in the country, but as the the top and the the government is just taking a position. Hey, niggas gonna die. We gonna open this shit back up. Yeah. Yeah. Like even in places you wouldn't expect it, like California, Chicago, to some degree, they talking about move. Like the peak is gonna be in mid June, but they they gotta start moving on some shit. Uh, yeah, it's just pretty much now. Hey, people gonna die. I'm sorry, we gonna open this shit back up. Yeah, I mean, like for, I've been saying this before. Like I'm not really in that rush to get outside. None of that shit sounds uh, entertaining. I don't. I don't want to go out to eat and have to wear a face mask. I don't want to try to go, you know, shopping and shit and have to stay six feet away from people. Uh, all of that shit just doesn't sound appealing to me. So I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to sit the fuck down and just wait a little bit. Yeah, but it's just like at what point? Like I'm. I'm asking myself, like, what point once they start opening stuff back up? Do I sit in the house if other people just don't give a fuck and like it's just gonna spread anyway? What point do I say to myself, "Hey, 
I didn't did what I can do on my end. Now it's time for me to get out this house. I mean, I think it just depends on how willing you are to potentially be exposed to it. Because if you look at it like people aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing, I've been doing my part, and now all these people are still outside. If you jump right back outside with them, you just as at risks as they are. Yeah. That's, so that's it's true, like, man. what what what's more of a priority? Is it just like, yo, they wild and I might as well wild. I don't have some fun too, or is it like, do you protect your health? Yeah, I I don't know. I I mean, I definitely understand what you're saying. But and I definitely want people to continue to protect themselves. But I'm saying that how far in do you get to that point where you're like people are going back to business as usual? But uh, is it business as usual if everybody still has has to have preventative measures? That's just the way I see it. Like it's really it's it's I guess it's it's some layer. It's, I don't know. It's like a facade of back business as usual. I mean because. Businesses still are going to have like number capacity. You can't really like kicking in a bar. You can't really go to a club. It's going to put people are just going to be outside. I think they scale in those back in, in large very quickly. Like out here, you don't even have to have a mask on. And they struck it down in Houston and everywhere else in Texas because they were just like, hey, we can't tell y'all y'all have to wear masks to go anywhere. They made it an ordinance like, hey, you know, we'll find you or whatever. But nobody pretty much nobody has been fined. Are there still uh, are, is there numbers restrictions on, on venues and places like that? Yeah. So like the the restaurants are op- supposed to operate, I guess, a 25 percent capacity. But it's just like that isn't being maintained. And especially down here with all these conservatives and all these uh, libertarians and stuff like that, they like, fuck, you can't tell me what to do. So I'm just imagining that's going to cause more problems. You telling this uh, gun toting redneck that he can't go somewhere. That's going to cause way more of a problem than just saying, hey, y'all can affect yourselves if y'all want to. Um, Is that but is that kind of irresponsible just for no, the, it's, for, it's, de- it's oh, definitely it is irresponsible. irresponsible. I mean, because I guess you're telling them to do that, but you know that the, all they're going to do is put people at risk. It, my, my thing is now is that we we can't stand together as a country and we we've been fucked from the start of this because we, we don't have good leadership uh we're not all together in this as as far as like statewide um i mean not statewide nationwide and it just seems like everybody got their own agenda so because it's now what we about two and a half months into this shit mm-hmm. how long do we keep going on like this I don't know. It is. The numbers are just getting worse. Like, I'm, yeah. thinking, I'm thinking like a, a sooner or later, the the curve is going to flatten. But it's just that's not happening. Well, I guess I guess you got to also look at it from the sense where is it? I don't know if it's technically getting worse or if it's just more tests are becoming available. So we're now able to, I guess, pinpoint how many actual cases are out there, if that makes I think sense. It's a case of both, though, which is which could be true. I think it's a case of, yes, people are starting to be tested more, which is going to come up with more positive tests. But because 
you look at the states that's opening, <laughs> like you look at the Georgia and the, the Texas and like those states have a lot of people in uh crowded areas. Like Texas is a little bit more spread out, but this can go very, very bad very, very quickly. And I think that people have just accepted that, hey, that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think that's what it is. I think is it's it? like, hey, at this point, people, uh, it, it is what it is. In order to flatten the curve, just a whole bunch of people are going to have to die. Have they accepted and, it or did people just stop caring? Or people just at the point where it's like, you know what, I need what I need and it is what it is. People selfish, man. And and that's what I think it is. Like I just think people are like, yo, I need what I need. And whatever, whoever I put in at risk, I'm not really worried about that because I'm at, I'm putting myself first. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, I know it's hard because it's times like it be on the weekend where you be like, God damn, like this shit is trash. <laughs> like I'm not trying to stay in the house, man. Like I'm sorry, this this is nuts right now. It's only gonna um I mean, because right now it's been okay. Like weather hasn't been like amazing, but if we start getting some consistent weather, that's when things will. That's what I don't know. That'll be a really determining factor. And That's the main mean. problem down here, bro. It's, this is the only time where we have decent weather, like the little May, April, like May, April, March type time. That's the best time to be outside out here. And you can't go outside. The bars are all closed. Now, when we go outside, if they start opening that stuff up, it's going to be August. Nobody want to go outside in August. So. Honestly, I, f- I feel like once this shit opens, people gonna go. People gonna rush out. It's gonna be now. Nice. People out now, bro. It's it's bars open now. Grooves is open. What's the name is open? Uh, what? Are, but are people, Seaside are people, is are people going? I I haven't checked the meter on that, but uh, I can check while we doing the pot and see if niggas been post. But I don't think nobody's stupid enough to post themselves turning up at Grooves. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That'll be a horrible look. Undercover uh, spreaders. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, groups had a um, Cinco de Mayo event, so it's just like niggas not being sp- and I, I don't. But is it is it partially? I mean, they're they're just put it, they're put in a box, aren't they? Like these businesses, like if, they have if, to, yeah, yeah like, they have like, to. I mean, a bar is gonna be a bar, and as much as a bar is probably the owner of the bar could be like, no, nah, this is stupid, but it's like I have a business to run, so I'm going to have to promote something. Because if I don't, I can't just be out here not trying. And then think about like all the bartenders that just haven't been doing anything for the past, I don't know, three months, not making any money. They're like, yo, we need this open now. And I'm going to tell all my friends to go too, because that's the only way I'm going to get money. It's yeah. it's, it's nasty out here, but I, I get it from both sides. Yeah, they just told uh, Onyx they can open back up, but they have to be a restaurant with no strippers. So, I'm pretty sure <laughs> they ain't gonna stop. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know they're gonna do some some type of finesse, and they're gonna have like a little Hooters type joint where they got like the strippers bringing out food and stuff like that, and stuff like that. I know they're gonna try to get around. Can, it can some people type eat in there? Yeah, yeah, you can eat in there. That's, I mean, that's pretty much what they're establishing that they're a restaurant and they're making food for people to come and eat. Wow. So, I. <laughs> Get 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 it how you live. It's a it's a complicated time, bro. Because nobody want to be broke, but also you don't want people to die. Yeah. 
And it's been so much death and just sadness. And I don't think people understand it until it hit their family. And you can't go to a funeral. Um, you got to watch that shit on Zoom. So, oh, man. Yeah, I was. <laughs> go ahead, my man. No, I was just that. That was a wild statement, but I get it. But it, it was, no, no, for real. My mom. I was talking to my mom's, and she was like, she attended this funeral, uh, like the Zoom funeral, and somebody was cooking greens on that shit. <laughs> damn, <laughs> damn, cooking damn. greens. Man, don't disrespect my funeral like that. I mean, sizzling some shit in the background. <laughs> nah, bro. Oh shit! She said somebody showed up with a wife beater and shit, bro. Man, I can't blame and, them. No, that's a good question. Like, can you? Do you have to get dressed up for a Zoom funeral? Like, or yeah. do you just go come as you are? Now nah, you gotta show your respects, man. And you need no. to give me your undivided attention. If you, <laughs> if you won't be on my Zoom call, if somebody just hollering because the game on. They watch the highlights. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, man, it's it's an unprecedented time, man. And I don't know. I kind of liked, uh, like hearing thoughts on it, man. Let's just see how people, how different people think. Because I think all in all, black people that have some sense are taking this seriously. Yeah, you think? I would like to think so. It's just everybody keeps having that itch. Yeah, yeah, I understand is, it, bro. Which, I, I, that's I, too. Like, like, I understand having that itch, but you, I feel like you have to be able to control that itch. Just control yeah. it. And some people don't have that control, and they don't, they haven't even realized that until now. Like, some people, like, are just now realizing, damn, I can't be alone. I have to be out somewhere. I have to be around a lot of people for my mental. And I feel like that's awakening a lot of people up. And and hopefully people are, you know, getting help to correct that because you should be able to spend some time alone. You should be able to spend some time inside. I understand that this is a different, you know, this is this is kind of extreme measures. But if you're willing to put yourself and other people in danger just because you can't be by yourself, I feel like that's an issue. Yeah, I mean, I've been kind of my my thing that's been getting me by is you know I hang out with a few friends and drink and shit, and some people might be like, hey, fuck, like even that is not social distancing. But I'd be like, bro, if I couldn't do that, I'd just literally be in the crib by myself, and I can't, I I don't know, I wouldn't say I can't do it. It's just like so many days of doing it over and over and over again. It's just like, what the fuck, like, yeah. No, I think I'm, I'm sorry. I, I can't I'm do coming it. Coming up on day sixty. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. You really north of the wall. I'll, I'll say yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, but say this, say this though. Say you knew, like you had more people up there that you know was down the street or some shit. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you be like, hey, just yeah, you, you know, come through and drink or whatever? And I don't um, think that's a low key. Low key, I don't know. Nah, well, I I don't also, know if I would just because it's it's one of those things where you. I know what I do and I know where I'm at and I know how I'm moving in these stores. But mm-hmm. if you're doing that with me, who am I to assume you might not be doing that with somebody else? And I don't know about it. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I feel that I got to kind of try to play it as safe as I can. As long as I can, as, as, as trash as it is. And as much as I wish I could, you know what I'm saying? Really be mingling and, and, and getting mixy with people. It's like, I don't, my priorities won't allow me to do it. 
No, nah, I, I definitely understand that. But that's just the one thing that's keeping me going through it. You know, just having that one day, I'll be like, hey, I'm going to pull up and, you know, we're going to drink or whatever. So, shit. You got to kind of figure out your own system, man. Like I said man, before, I man, if, if it wasn't for the internet, I could understand, like, completely differently. But as much as, yeah, like, Zoom calls or, or FaceTime calls or house party shit is not the same as having a real kickback, it works. Like, it works. It it does the job for the time being, I think. Yeah, if, you're, what you about to if you're going to... I, I'm really talking to the people that's, like, straight up going to parties. <laughs> and, like, because there's people still out here throwing legit parties and not giving a fuck. And they feel like they need to do that. Like, come on, man. I, 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 I would never understand that. I feel like you gotta have some better sense than that, but... Hey, it's whatever. Yeah, just be safe, man. Just just use your judgment, uh, especially if you're putting yourself around vulnerable people, man. Like low key, some of y'all don't need to use y'all judgment because y'all got bad judgment, terrible judgment. That's real. Be safe, man. That's 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 coming from all of us, man. We don't want people to go from this, man. You, it's it's a whole. You got a long life after this, man. Just a little yeah. few months. Yeah, that's the main thing. You, you to the life after this. Control yourself for a few months so you can have a bright future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, but yeah, man, let's that's our serious topic for the for the for the pie, man. Let's let's get into the mess, man. What's the biggest story that happened this week? So, uh, is it uh, Earl Thomas? Oh, damn. Getting, uh, we, before yeah, we got, an, should we go to another serious topic and talk about the Amon thing before, or y'all want to tell you that for later? Did we talk about that last week? No, no. Oh, then yeah, let's let's go ahead and get that out the way. All right. Uh, anyway, want to start it off? No, go for it. Uh, well, f- everybody knows, um, and I'm pretty sure is aware of the Ahmad Arbery situation. Um, he was a black man. I think he is what twenty. He was turning twenty six this week or uh, last week. Um, and he went out jogging, and a couple, two white men, a father and a a son, just thought he was. I don't even think they thought he was stealing things, but he said they said that he had been connected to a string of robberies, which has been proven to be false, and there have been no robberies in that area. But they ended up um, chasing him down or driving him down. He was out for a jog, and they drove him down and shot him and killed him. Um, I first just want to get y'all reaction on the video, and then I got a kind of a question I want to get to after that. Um, what, what were y'all reactions to the video when y'all first saw it? I know for me, I personally avoided it. Like, I... I as soon as anytime I saw like, you know, it was attached to any tweet or news article, I purposely didn't didn't watch it. Uh, I just didn't feel like I had anything to gain from that. I think, okay. it, yeah, it, it's just one of those things where we we don't need to normal. <clears throat> we don't need to normalize seeing death like that on social media. So I try I try to use restraint when I can. OK, done. Uh yeah, I um I, I tried to stay away from the video, but I, I did see it. You know, it was just retweeted a lot on my timeline. Uh, first reaction was just like, I mean, it, it's just anger, man. Like it's just 
this shit. I'm I'm sick of it, man. I'm sick. I'm sick of these like fake ass vigilantes that feel like they have authority to 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 police our people and this shit's just been happening for hundreds of years consistently and it was just I I, I mean I'm fed up with it man and I mean we're gonna talk about it um about like what we're probably gonna talk about like what could you know solve this I don't I don't know if there's a right answer but I'm I'm just sick of it man like it's it's annoying and it makes it it just makes you feel uh helpless out here. Honestly, for our people, for for our kids, you know, it's just it's it, it was just anger when I first seen it. No, okay. yeah. So I, I pretty much had the same reaction. Um, I saw it. Um, it came across the timeline, and I know it's it's a it's a popular thing. I wouldn't say popular, but a lot of people, and I would agree to some extent that. It's not good to keep seeing your people or anybody being murdered constantly 24-7. Um, but in this case, I think that people needed to see it because if I didn't see it and just read the story, I don't know if I would have been as proactive of getting this information out or getting the story out as I was because it invoked such a powerful emotional response for me when I saw it. Like, I, it almost brought me to tears. Like, it, damn near, I was crying because it. we got this this dude just going out for a jog, bro. Like, just regular stuff. And two, two white men just take it upon themselves just to pop them for no reason. So, I guess my, my question would be, it is not, not for you specifically, just in general. Is it bad that we were at the point where it's almost as if if we don't see what happened it doesn't impact the same or it doesn't have, hold the same amount of weight as it should i mean because even if you re- even if you read this story like it sounds absurd a guys running down the street um some people drive drive up on them they wrestle they shoot them they kill them in the middle of the street and that's it like that right there sounds frustrating enough so I mean, I do understand like we it, seeing things has a different impact than just reading about it, but it seems like that is only really the case for people of color. Yeah, I think it's just because the, when you watch the video, you see the vibe and you see you see the reaction from Ahmad. You see how he was pretty much just fighting for his life. And when you see things in print, it's so many muddled details. It's so many okay, well, maybe they might be true. Maybe they might have a point. We really don't know. When I saw that video, you you see it plain as day. This guy is going out for a jog, and these these motherfuckers chase him down like a goddamn animal and shoot him and kill him. It ain't no, no muddying that can be done. It's you see exactly what it is. It's a cold-blooded murder. It's a lynching in the streets from somebody who did not deserve to die. That's why I was like, that's why that video needed to come out. It's been two damn months since this happened. If this video didn't come out and force people to retweet it and it got people's attention like Diddy and all types of celebrities, they would have went home and carried on business as usual. 
they would not they would not be even be in prison right now. I guarantee you. Uh, yeah, and I guess that that goes back to my point of there needs to be. I don't know. Something there has to be a different type of way of invoking emotion and, and having people feel without having to have that video evidence. I mean, because since we're on like these somber topics, like that um that woman in was it Louisville, who the police raided raided her at her boyfriend's house in the middle of the night. He and they killed her. Yeah, he didn't know who it was. He just thought it was intruders. They didn't you know announce themselves. He shot. Hit one of the officers in the leg. They shot her eight times, killed her, and then they charged him for like attempted murder. Of course, their body cams didn't work, but there's no video evidence of that. But that's that story to me still is. I don't know. That's something that should bring some rage into people and make people upset and make people sad because it's almost as if you know, I'm at home, I'm sleeping, I'm, I'm in the safety of my home. I'm not doing anything, not bothering anybody. And I, yet you can still become a victim and your life can be changed drastically and your, and your friends and family's lives can be changed drastically just like that. Yeah. And I mean, unfortunately, if they had the video footage of this, it would be more of a pressing issue. It's just because people can't see this. And there's so much information that's being pressed into our minds at all times. So if people don't see that visual of what's going on, they, they, it's not like niggas reading the newspaper. Like niggas not going to see that or see a tweet from that and be like, hey, we need to do something about this. They need to see clear as day because of this narrative that the media has pushed us, like pushed us to believe. Mm-hmm. That okay, it could be two sides, or the police could be right. When not, I want to say nine times out of ten, it's the police doing this the fuck shit, or the uh, the white people uh, who claim they're scared or whatever killing us. But we have this thing where we gotta see it like clear as day for us to like be have an emotional response or to do something about it. And I mean, unfortunately, that's what it is. Especially for them, yeah. Um, for the other side, because they'll definitely like, like you said, it's always if, if they just see it in print, it's like, okay, this we're not getting all the details. This I don't trust this publication. I know, I know what side they lean to. When you see the video, it's it's right there in your face. Try to dispute it, however you can, but it's right there. It's it's no arguing. It's no, you know. The facts are right there in your face and you have to you have to accept it. Yeah. I mean, and that's one of the goals of this, like, uh, you know, this white uh, nationalist government and white nationalist people is to build up a distrust of media. And Mm -hmm. the reason why you build up a distrust of media is because now when the media presents the facts or journalists go out and get these facts, you could just say, Hey, that's fake news or "Hey, they they don't like me. So they're presenting shit that that's not true. When it's most of the time you, you become a journalism to present the facts. Mm -hmm. And like, once we have this, distrust of uh, mainstream media it's just like now I have to see it for myself and unless I see it for myself I'm not gonna trust anybody's side so, so I, I don't is, um, is it I guess I don't know is it if it's full distrust just because you know there are people like in the Samad case where you know something happens and 
uh, you know, you're going to have people who are supporters and, you know, who they want justice and there are people who, oh, he must have done something. And then they start pulling up, you know, old records of, oh, well, he got suspended in junior high school or he was, you know, caught doing this before they start trying to pull up their old records. And they, then those people believe those publications like, oh, well, you see, he was a thug or he was no good anyway. Yeah, I mean, they they build up a narrative of this person. And if I didn't see that video and know that that's obviously not what he was doing, I that would could have worked. That could have built in my mind, although I, you know, I don't want it to be that way. But once I start hearing, oh, he brought a gun to school that wasn't his school and got kicked out or got removed from school and stuff like that, you start to build a narrative about that person. And once you have that narrative, you start to care less and less about like them losing their life because in the narrative that was pushed down your, you know, pushed down your throat was this person was a person that lived dangerously or did dangerous things. So he knew what came with the, with that lifestyle when it shouldn't be like that. It should be like this person was killed because he was out for a jog or this person was killed by two men that felt like he did not deserve to live for whatever reason. And so it's just like the video eliminates all that. I saw with my own two eyes, what he was wearing he was obviously not stealing anything. He was running and he was fighting for his life and they shot him down like a dog in the street. And them niggas need the chair, bro. Like, I don't like that shit make me so frustrated that we have to fight so hard to present the facts to make us good people. Why do we have to be amazing people to deserve to just walk this earth? Like you have to be like a scholar or some shit to for niggas to pay attention and for to fight for you. Yeah. Like imagine if he like got a weed charge or some shit, like a credible charge or something like that, or he went to jail or something like that. Niggas would legit saying, "Oh, that's the thug." Well, he was he had to be doing something, but because they couldn't find anything really that really stuck, they can't really say nothing. So their hands are tied now. So it's just, it's frustrating, bro. And that that's the type of shit I was kind of talking to y'all before the pod. It's just like, you see this shit day in and day out. You see the shit going on in New York, how they beating down people that's not wearing masks. And what, 35 people been arrested? What, 35 of them have been, I mean, 34 of them have been black. One of them that has been white. That's nuts, bro. So uh, it it just gets tiring, bro. Like you, you just like you think you've come this far, a long way. Slavery was all the way in, in 1860, goddamn four, and it's 2020. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed, bro. They just they just find a way to hide it. Them niggas concealing the shit. <sighs> it's fucking nuts, man. Y'all not the fucking police, man. Get in your fucking house and mind your goddamn business. Stop fucking. Thinking you're some superhero out here. It's crazy, bro. Nuts. And it's crazy how police is the the minute they feel like a black person got a gun, they pop their ass. But you can see all these protesters and shit. They got guns blazing in the goddamn city hall and they just allowed to have free reign over the shit. 
These little white anti uh, shutdown protesters with the guns and subway and shit. Like that shit is frustrating, bro. You don't get a fair shake at life with this shit, and you're supposed to just make the most out of the shit, bro. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, like I said, man. Uh, update: They've been arrested. I'm pretty sure everybody's aware, but they've been arrested. They've been charged with murder. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they got a second charge, but uh, I want to say aggravated assault or something like that. Uh, but like I said, man, I'm hoping I'm hoping they get the full ride. No, no, I don't. Oh, no, I'm sorry. They just can't be charged for a hate crime because Georgia doesn't have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping they get the full ride, no parole, because I don't think they're gonna. Uh, yeah, like you said, they they can't be charged with a hate crime, so uh, they can't get the death sentence. But they, man, they need to be locked up. They need it. They need it. Shit. They need a death sentence. I want an example made out of these motherfuckers, honestly. Shit. It's, it's, it won't so, happen, though, because, I mean, if you want to go back to Zimmerman, there was no example made of it. So, I mean, that that would have probably been the time to try to make an example. That didn't happen. Yeah. So, the, so, unfortunately, we have a feeling of how this might... How this is gonna end up, but uh, yeah. you can only. Buddy is a, a former cop, so or investigator, so you know, you know, it's a jig there somewhere, and yeah. it's it's a shame that we got to be like, well, this is only the first step. Let's see what they do with this one. But I, I, I think the to. worst part is we have to just be excited that there was an arrest. Like we we're we don't we're not really we are allowed to, but we we aren't to know and expect that there's going to be more like we're usually just satisfied with just an arrest being made and that's kind of unfortunate yeah i feel like that has to change we can't even like that's nah man that ain't enough no more like i'm like eventually we have to start doing things to to make the future better this shit just keeps happening. It's the same thing. Like, nah, we gotta change our atti- attitudes towards everything. Together, I don't think that. People. I don't think that comes until we make ourselves uncomfortable. Like when back in the sixties and stuff like that, they were so uncomfortable with saying day to day how they had to sit in different places than white people. How they had to they they family members were getting lynched. Uh, you know, it was so uncomfortable just existing as a black person in America that that forced them to do things. Now it's we can say, hey, I don't want to see that for my mental health. And we could just when we start blocking that stuff out, we live in this fairy tale land where this stuff is not existing because I don't see it. Well, who the, who who are you saying does that? Black people or white people? Just everybody. Because I, I like, feel like it's it's not. I need to block it out so I don't see it and like it's ignored, like it's not happening. I just think it's. I don't want to. I don't want to normalize seeing those things. So you you you're able to recognize that what's going on, but you don't want to get to the, a situation where you're able to look at that type of thing and feel no emotion, like you don't feel a thing. Yeah, I, I, no, I feel like but, it's a. I, I feel like it's a good. It, it's it, it's it's a mix. You you definitely do not want to normalize yourself of, of of seeing death and, and and seeing all this gross stuff that people see on the internet day after day. 
But I, I feel like in certain instances, you got to see it. Like this, like, I feel like this was something that we had to see. Everybody, like not just our, our people, they had to see it. Like everyone needed to see it to to understand what what's really going on, and 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 we know what's going on, and, and y'all got to face it too. So is it not normalized? My question to to that will be: Is it not normalized if you get to the point where you just won't watch it? Doesn't that mean that it's normalized in society that it happens so much that we just won't watch something? That's that means it's normalized. I don't, Whether I don't, or not we want to see it or not, that I mean that's not the that's not the issue. I don't think you can normalize not watching. I don't think that's abnormal to not watch something. No, what I'm saying is that that means that it happens so much that it's normalized. Um well, I think I think just with social media and how everything works, everything ends up on in in within view site. Like it, it's it's I guess now it's it's a little bit different than if we had to like wait for the news. So every, everything is gonna basically be force fed to you, regardless of if you if you go seek it or not. And I think that's kind of one of the bigger factors. I don't have to seek the video. I if I if I chose to seek the video. I could seek it, but if it's still getting planted in my face multiple times a day, that's different. Yeah, I, I understand that. And I try not to because I know I, I want to protect people's peace as well. Um, if that if that's you just can't view that for your mental health or whatever. But I feel like at a certain point, we have to be uncomfortable to make change. And no matter if we saying I think that us saying I don't want the violence against our people to be normalized. I I don't see a reason why not. If that I mean, of course, you wouldn't want it to be normalized. But like, what's the reasoning behind that? Is it affecting your mental health? Like, what's the reasoning behind not wanting to see a video of your you know mistreatment of your our people i guess you have to i mean well, that's not just mistreatment that's a murder it's, and i don't think you have to see it to be uncomfortable if you you can hear the story you can see the reactions you can feel people's reactions you can you can do all of that stuff you can i mean you know that somebody's kid i don't think you have to visually see it to feel it to be uncomfortable to be bothered by it you can definitely feel I mean cuz you can live it and that's that's part of the thing too like I can you know run down the street and if I feel like I'm getting looked at funny like I'm going to feel uncomfortable you're going to feel it you might not feel that specifically but you more than likely have felt it yourself and you can feel it from a different range of emotions and instead of you don't have to just watch it to feel it and I be understand it I mean I understand that you don't have to keep watching like it's not like you're going out and seeking like black people being murdered on YouTube or anything. I understand that, but the video has to be seen. One of the crucial points in getting black people rights and the turning of the tide in civil rights were when white people saw black people being water hose and stuff on TV. So some of this stuff is not for us to see in because we know what's happening. Every, all of us have lived 20, 30 years as a black person. We know this stuff is going on. 
our voices are just to amplify like hey this is this is what's been happening to us for years y'all not listening so maybe if y'all see this video now y'all understand if we, we they don't see those videos they don't they don't listen to that shit they avoid that because it forces them to face their own like their the problems within their own community their own family members as racist their own racist tendencies and racist thoughts I will, when I say you don't have to be uncomfortable, I'm, I'm referring to, I was referring specifically to black people. Of course you, I mean, the white, the white people or white individuals. Yeah. They probably need to see those things to, to per, potentially evoke more emotion as if it was a person of color reading a story about a person of color for a hundred percent. But I don't know if that provides I don't know if discomfort for them for or causes them to automatically feel I need to make action as it more so does I need to like just not watch this because it it doesn't really affect me and I just don't need to see this. Okay, but that's exactly what I'm saying, though. If they're saying I don't want to watch that, that's the same thing we're doing. And if everybody takes that approach, nothing is being done because everybody is ignoring it. I mean, I, so at a point we have to face this head on. Look at what y'all are doing. Look at America. This is what's happening. I mean, but you can't force people to press play. You can't. But that's what needs to happen if we're going to do anything about this. If change is going to be made, it's going to have to start by us looking directly at the problem, at the issue and saying, look how this look, look how this makes us feel. Do we want this to continue to happen? No. Do you, like we have to do something about it then if we just say okay well this after a while after i read that Ahmad uh arbery story and if i just read it on text after a while it'll be another story to pop up uh this black guy did this um or this black guy was killed by these people and i'll read another story and i'll read another story and eventually he becomes a statistic i guess what what do you want the majority to do like because you can't we since we can't force them to do it we can't force them to be uncomfortable. What? I mean, I guess, yes, you, we realistically, yeah, you want them to pay attention and be aware and do all those type of things. But yeah, I can, I can see how it is very easy for them to not be in tune and not pay attention and not feel af- affected by those type of things. I'm just saying that my, I mean, my kind of final point would be look at the people who've inspired change over the years. Unfortunately, within like the civil rights community it's been the people who've been on video the michael garners the tamir rices the these are the people that have been michael browns these are the people who've been on video and have shown america exactly who it is it inspired change with whether it's nba wearing the shirts uh hashtags um you know tv talking about them uh new government rules and stuff like body cam being uh instated uh with the police it's just like we need those things to spark change and if we are so comfortable and not being uncomfortable nothing will ever change ever for us and we will continue to go and say hey this is what's happening and we will continue to be ignored because the video evidence won't be there that's my only thing. I understand people not wanting to be uncomfortable and see black people being murdered. Hell, I don't want to see that shit, but it's happening. So we have to see it. 
I just I don't know if it's a thing of discomfort for white people. I don't know if discomfort they don't not wanting to be uncomfortable is their driving factor. I think when you raise when you raise a mirror to people, it it can get ugly sometimes, and people don't want to see that. And they can do uh, one or two things: they can ignore it and walk away from the mirror, or they can change what they see. And I would hope to think that the good-hearted white people would change what they see, just like in the '60s when they were seeing what black people being bitten by dogs and hosed down in the streets or lynched and stuff like that on TV or on media that was popping up at the time. So I don't know. It's just like we can't solve it with a conversation. Um, it's different viewpoints, but I think we can all agree that something has to change. I'm tired and you tired and Donna tired and everybody is tired of seeing black people murder like this. It don't make any type of sense. And it can happen to any one of us, yo. For absolutely nothing. So I don't know, man, but uh it's 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 been kind of cool to see um people stepping up in, in social media. Uh athletes, you know, LeBron had his tweet that was pretty nice and you know, brought some attention. Diddy, like I said, a lot of celebrities I want to shout out to that. Uh one thing that I wanted to talk about, I don't know if y'all caught that, but uh you know, Justin Timberlake made a post about it and he turned the comments off. And uh what's her name? Amanda Seals. Amanda Seals, yeah, she had an issue with him turning off the comments because she felt that if you want to get into the weeds with us, like if you want to, you know, uh, you know, protest black black people being murdered, then you have to really get in the weeds with it. Like allow your supporters to comment and say, you know, oh, I don't, I don't like you anymore. I think she's pretty much saying like uh, he he didn't want to see the backlash on his page from him supporting black people. I don't know if that's completely right. If, if I'm wrong, uh, let me know. But yeah, that, that's where I kind of got from it. Like she, he didn't, he didn't want to see uh, which of his fans was really on the other side, because if they comment, I don't know if, if a number of them comment disagreeing with it, what is he going to do? Cause people are going to look at him like, yo, do you, do you see this? You know, you see this racist bullshit on, on your comments? You gonna address this? See, to me, to me, that doesn't make sense because we don't expect all artists to respond to every. I mean, because we we get, and I know this is gonna this is different, but this is the point I'm gonna roll with. We get after artists when they go after you know fans in their comments who have differing opinions of them. Or their viewpoints. We can't expect an artist with a couple million followers to then respond to every negative comment that is there in their in their mentions in their comment section under a post. Like to me, that's just not realistic. I I guess I do get that you want you should okay sure allow. I don't know what I don't know I don't know what what does leaving the comments on change about the post like that doesn't mean he would have to get in there and respond to people that doesn't mean he would have to confront anybody if anything it's just going to have you know his followers 
whether they agree or disagree, going back and forth with each, with each other in the comments. The fans who are a fan of him who don't agree with him posting the picture, they're probably already rubbed the wrong way, comments on or off. So if he loses fans, he probably lost fans off the post, not off his comments being on. So I guess I don't know exactly what change or effect that really does or what you would want him to do with having those comments on. I guess in her eyes is is presenting this rosy view of active uh activism. Like you active like when you speaking out against something, it's supposed to spark a conversation. Whether however uncomfortable, if it's people arguing in the comments, hey, that conversation needs to be had because pr- points need to be stated and it's when you when you speak out it's supposed to spark this conversation but when you just post it and say hey look i'm i'm following the trend like i'm i'm with them i'm not saying i agree or not like I'm, i think it's points on both sides but in her her view when you just post it it's a easy way to be like yeah, black people, I'm with y'all. <laughs> like, if if somebody ever called me out on something, I could be like, "But what about my Amar Arbery post?" It's mm-hmm. in her eyes. It's kind of like that. It's like, well, I was joining in on the trend without joining in on the conversation. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I. I don't know if I agree with it. Yeah, I, I definitely see both sides of it. I just. I, it, I, it's almost as if we want the white people to be a part of it. We want them to go be grand and go all out and almost be to the extent where we can be like, yo, you're not doing this for real. You're not doing this because you care. I feel like what white people, if they do something, it's going to get called a show anyway. And it's going to, it's going to be said that they're taking advantage of a moment anyway, unless they're like consistently in the community, helping everything out. Because if he leaves the comments on, he's in the comments, you know, arguing with people and posting, 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 people are going to say, oh, he's just using this as a moment. Because there are people who will say it. So, like, what is the win in the situation? How do you win from that perspective? Yeah, I, I think it's no way to win. Um, social media is very, very, it's a very, very hard thing to navigate, especially in this day and age. Um like I said, I see points in both sides. I see what she's saying. Um, how it can be taken is, hey, I'm just trying to do the activism cleanly and be a, a clean activist. Say, hey, here's this Ahmad uh, post. Y'all got it, black people. I'm doing my part. Uh, after that, leave me alone. But And I see points with her. I mean, I see his point. He say, hey, I'm joining in the conversation. I'm an ally. I'm showing the world, hey, here, I support this. But isn't, I guess, isn't that just putting too much stock in social media? Like, I mean, just to say, like, oh, you just put up the picture and now I'm saying, hey, guys, look, I helped is one. It's yeah, it's it's one more thing that was out there from a louder voice who could potentially help make some noise from some over somebody who has a smaller voice. I don't think those conversations in the comments would be anything that's insightful or anyone who's on the other side will walk away feeling like, you know what? I really learned something from this other person and we made, you know, now we're, now I changed my perspective and we're good. But also it's almost like you don't know what people are potentially doing 
behind the scenes. Who are they working with? What kind of conversations are being had? So we can't, we have to stop expecting everyone to put all of their life or everything that they're doing on social media to be on blast. Cause like, again, it's, they're going to say you're doing it for a show. If he came out and said, I'm, I'm going to, you know, help lead or help be a part of this for change. They're going to say you're doing it for a show. So I feel like the real people who are trying to make these changes, they do it behind the scenes and that's where they try to work their magic. Yeah. yeah uh, Donald, go ahead. No, no, I, I, I agree with that. Um, I don't like Justin Timberlake. So <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't fuck with him. But, but it is always good, like, regardless, just to put that out there. I think him posting. Put out there that you don't fuck with Justin Timberlake? <laughs> no, no. Like, I, I feel like him posting was just like, I mean, there's, there's probably his fans that were on IG that did not know anything of the story. And I feel like for some of them, I'm, I mean, I'm. I'm pretty sure some people just disregarded it, but for some of them, they were probably like, "All right, let me let me look in to see what he's talking about." So that it, it is always good with someone with that bigger voice, um, just just commenting on it. You know, um, I, I kind of saw what Amanda Seals was saying though, um, but. It, I'm, in, I'm, the, I'm just, in, in the words of the late great boss, fuck Amanda Seals. It is, I, I it, listen, it is no, I, it is Instagram. If, if a motherfucker don't want to see that post, they're just going to keep scrolling. Th- th- this was the only time I was like, I seen it and it, she's annoying as fuck and I don't like her either. This is the only time I was like, I, right, I'm not 100% mad, but. I, I feel like him posting is, is I, I, I feel like we have to stop trying to ask for allies and when people work ways to try to be somewhat of an ally we, then we start criticizing yeah I, I understand that yeah because if, if listen if you want me to do something I try to if I try to you know be, a, be active and then you start criticizing me it's going to be like life it's like alright fuck it you got it and I'm going to fall back yeah but if you take that if you fall back from being an ally for somebody getting that civil rights were you really an ally to begin with um, but you have to understand if you if you're trying to it's it's whether it's this situation where it's any life situation if you try to extend yourself if you see a cause that you feel like is a good one that you want to be a part of that you want to kind of help spark that change you want to you want to you know ignite a conversation you want to use your voice and your platform for good. And the minute that you do it, you get backlash when all you've really done was try to help. You're really not going to want, it's going to, it's going to ruin your motivation to want to keep helping. Yeah. But this ain't, this ain't dogs being adopted. This is, this is people being murdered. Like, I mean, but I I just, I don't think it's, it's that wild to think that this could, that could happen. Cause I, what more do you want? Like, what what do you want me to do? What kind of show do you want me to put on to make you feel satisfied? I mean, don't change the show. But if if somebody saying if somebody providing a critique about how you choose to go about your activism is forcing you to step away from your act activism for black people, then but I, don't, I don't you can't call yourself an ally in the first place because that's just being a critique sensitive and criticism is two different things. This was just criticism. So you think, so if he stepped away and was like, all right, y'all got it, black people. Yeah. You think he was an ally to begin with? I would say I, if I could understand how someone, like I said, I can understand how somebody's really trying to be a part of something 
and their the response that they get is pushback and criticism it can just make somebody say you know what I'll or maybe I won't be vocal about it maybe everything I will do will be behind the scenes and you may never know that I'm active in all these things I feel like we have to pick better fights and this wasn't a fight that needed to be had in this moment because you're taking I don't think this was a mass fight though that was just one person saying hey this is what I feel you see what I'm saying I don't think that shit was necessary at all I don't that think, was just I don't her think. saying, hey, I wish you would have put on the comments because then that can show people. I'm, if I saw somebody in that comment was like, I'm disappointing you, Justin, that shows me that them motherfuckers are racist. But, and but that could do some good, too. Yeah, it what, could what, inflict, what good would that do? It, it, could, it could inflict some emotion in him. So maybe he's like, okay, damn. Like I, I, I didn't know how my followers were like this fucking racist. But what's that going to make him do for his career? Like I don't understand what that's supposed to do for him. It, well, it, it might it make him like former for white people. <laughs> no, he, he might be like, I, right, you know he what? Stay maybe, out the woods. Maybe I need to talk about this stuff more. Maybe I need to. Maybe you know I need to use my voice a little bit more because uh, I I got a whole bunch of fucking hillbillies and fucking <laughs> racist <laughs> all in my comments. And this is not what I want. Maybe, maybe. But I I see I see both sides in this. Honestly, I I'm I'm not mad at him for turning it off. But it's uh, easy. It's easy. Go it's, ahead, my bad. But it, it's it's I'm not mad at it. But you know, yeah, I, I feel like uh, entertainers, they should be aware of who their audience is and how they feel about some things. Yeah. And it's easy to play the fence. Again, no, again, this this is us relying on social media too much. It's we're putting too much weight in that shit. I don't I having comments on him seeing people's reactions. He knows he. You have to know that you're gonna. Your you, all your fans aren't the same. They're gonna have differing opinions. Because I'm you. It's just like with like Wale shit. Yeah, you're gonna see some fans with bad comments. You're gonna see the good ones, and you can focus. You can choose to focus on what you want to focus on. All right. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a difficult landscape to navigate. Um and hey, all the people riding for us is gonna be clear as day soon, sooner than later, when it's time. Uh, but shit, let's move on. We get into some more ignorant news. Um, safety for the Baltimore Ravens, Earl, Earl Thomas. I forget this nigga's name is Earl for some reason. That's an old ass name. Uh, <laughs> Earl Thomas. Uh, so this story confuses me. Um, but I guess he was smashing a chick at his house. Was he at his house? No, no he was at a. So what happened was he left. He left his house, and he um his brother picked him up. I think he was he had just gotten into an argument with his wife over drinking. They apparently went to an Airbnb, uh, where he was kicking it with some women's. His wife decided to go try to find him, so she got into his Snapchat. Saw he was with some women, called some of her homegirls, and they pulled up to the Airbnb. And she then proceeded to pull out a gun um, on him, which she said she thought was unloaded, but there was one in the chamber. And when she stormed in there, she saw Earl and uh, his brother uh, performing sexual acts with women together. 
right, we gotta we gotta clarify this because the running joke when this first happened was that they were running train on all these women. <laughs> And running a train with your brother is mad wild. That's what isn't that what it is though? He said they were in the same bed. Yeah. No, I thought they were just in the same house. No, they said they were in the same bed. Yeah. In 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 the article, they said he was in the same bed with his brother naked with women. All right. Now, now, okay. So I didn't know that whole because at at first, like I thought it was just a joke that was going on. That okay, they in that same house. They must be like running trains. So I'm like, all right, whatever. But if they was in the same bed, butt naked with each other, (laughs) that's disgusting, bro. (laughs) No, you have a problem. You have a problem. If 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 you're doing that, yeah, you you have a problem. You have money, bro. There wasn't one bedroom in that Airbnb. (laughs) Nah. But I, I have I have multiple questions about this. That is very nuts. Like I I need to I need to know who initiated that, and what's the, I, I, what's there more than one woman? I think it was like three, right? I I I, I couldn't find the number because I kept rereading it because the timeline kept making it seem like it was one woman, but in the article they said women. So I'm like, yeah, I think I, it was three. All right, so we have to you have to break this down in, in faces, so. I don't even know where to start. From. All right, I'm gonna start with how. Why did they lock the door? Why didn't they? Yeah, I think that was the last thing on their mind. <laughs> no, I'm, okay. So you you have to understand. If she just pulled up to an Airbnb, did, did she just? Because she didn't have a key. So was the door not locked? I'm sorry. If I know I'm about to be running some trains, I'm not letting this be interrupted. I'm gonna lock the right. front door. I don't think that was. It. And I did she storm in or did she just pop up? And then once he was there, she just started turning up. Fam, there's no way that she just popped up because she. I think she stormed into the room, and I think one of the homegirls was his brother's like ex or his brother's wife too or something like that but she came in with the pistol and they ended up wrestling and she hit him with it so I don't think he had enough time to really He's. I don't think he's going outside opening that door knowing he got some holes in the house Ooh, it, it had to it that's had his to, wife bro <laughs> they could have been like hey stay y'all ass in here no you're, you're not if you if you hiding some holes in the house you're not opening the door or you're not going directly out the front door. You might go through the back. You might sneak out. But I'm not. It opening. makes you look so much way worse when you could just hide them in a room, being like, "Hey, I just need to get away from you because you was tripping." But she saw women on the Snapchat. No, the thing she, the way she figured it out was she saw the purple light in his Snapchat, and so she knew exactly what room they were in. So what I'm thinking is happening that she pulled up, they opened the door trying to like finesse on some like, hey, y'all stay in here type shit, but she already knew what room they were in. So she went to the room with the purple lights, and she started turning up. Damn. So she was on some investigator gadget type shit. <laughs> like she, yeah, she was putting damn. two and two together. And yeah. nigga, why ain't your Snapchat location turned off? <laughs> no, no, she went on his Snapchat. Like I, I, I was on the oh, yeah, yeah. that she got it. She went on his account. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but no, that, yeah. that's what I'm saying. She saw the purple lights in the in the room on the Snapchat. Yeah. She yeah, she logged into his snap. Yeah, that cha- like going into Christ. his account changes things. Jesus Christ, man! Why are you even Snapchatting? Is it that necessary? 
That's you're why, Earl Thomas. <laughs> what are you doing this for? It doesn't make sense. You, you're if I'm running eating. a pandemic train, I gotta let niggas know. <laughs> but no, I'm breaking I, laws, bro. I, I 100, <laughs> crazy, oh I'm 100 percent certain she did not just knock on the door and they just let her in. I mm. know, I know they stormed that place. You're not calling. There's no way that you and three of your homegirls are going to stand there like politely at the door while somebody lets you inside and then y'all run amok. Hey, they got to make that a Call of Duty map, G. You are entering that room with force. <laughs> Imagine that being a Call of Duty map. <laughs> but no, nah, this is wild because he, he low-key could have been killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If she, this shit, this shit could have went a, a whole different way, and I'm glad it didn't. Because when it first came out, when he first dropped the video, he talking about, uh, "All right, y'all, y'all gonna see me on TFC tomorrow." <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, Earl, tell me you didn't beat your wife, bro." Like that's the last thing niggas need for right now. But uh, when they dropped the video, not well, when they dropped the story, and it was uh, her, you know, putting the pistol out on him. I was like, "Woo." Thank God he didn't get killed, number one, and thank God he wasn't beating no women. So, well, I, well the one reason I say thank God he didn't get killed is she didn't know there was a a, a bullet in the chamber. Yes. So easily when they were wrestling over that gun, she could have you know pulled the trigger and somebody in that room get shot, and she didn't even know it. Crazy. Yeah, and, I, and it's also crazy. I mean, because yeah, like like you when he first dropped the video, I'm thinking the worst. I'm like, damn, this nigga Earl Thomas probably put hands on his wife. You know, and it's unfortunate, like, that's the main thing that we think of. But then when it was, you know, the actual story came out, it seemed like the temperature of the timelines kind of took a turn, which, I mean, we don't have to talk about right now, but that shit got to stop. Man. Mm. Mm, What? Uh, nah, I, I don't think that. I don't think that because it ain't like she was beating him or like it was a. I'm not going to say she was in the right at all because you shouldn't throw you, you shouldn't risk your freedom and y'all kids for some stupid shit like that. But it ain't like she was like beating him or like some shit like that. No, when I'm, we get on when we get on no. men, it's because they're beating women or sexually assaulting you. Men, you can't women. if if there was a situation where a dude ran up on his girl and stormed her gun. stormed her room with a gun, that shit as as that it's wrong because if she it was cheating wrong. on him. It sure <laughs> sure, but that don't change shit. Yes, that w- that would change the temperature a lot more than us getting on niggas because they sexually assaulting and beating women. No, if 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 a dude name one time, name one time a, a one nigga time has what? cheated, stormed on in a house with a girl cheating on him. Fam, that niggas was guy, like, hey, if, if a guy stormed into a room because his wife is cheating on him with a gun, and they get into a tussle and he gets arrested for assault, and niggas on the timeline like, yo, I get it, I get it, I do the same thing. It would be I niggas mean, would we, get out we, of here. It we would, all are put dismissing we all are dismissing women and say I get it but people are not going as hard on her because first of no, all nothing no, you, happened you, you, but it's, nobody was assaulted but the fact that they're able to say I get it and it's just smooth is what I'm referring to nobody's saying it's smooth who's saying it's smooth no no women are saying it's smooth there's no it's back- dumb women who we are dismissing there's, there's who no we are calling out no right now clash over women saying yo I understand and I get it if there, if this was a dude saying, "Yo, I get it, I understand," there would be whole think pieces being written right now about how we everything is toxic, niggas is wrong, 
how crazy this that's is. not i don't think that's toxic though i don't think yeah. being upset and being upset to the point of violence that somebody's cheating on you is toxic what what are you saying you they and then then to verbally say it it's not the way what i'm saying is y'all the way y'all trying to compare it is not it's not comparable to somebody beating somebody or i'm not kidding you brought up beating i didn't say beating i said if, if the situations were flipped it would be a whole completely different story which is true if this exact same situation was flipped the store, the, the the things that have been slid and and not blown up and not made into a thing would be completely different. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's. There's true. no way men could go on the timeline and say, "Yo, I get it. I understand. I would do the same thing in regards to storming his girl with a gun." It, it, it would be. A <laughs> do you think it would happen? Niggas would be saying the same shit. What? Niggas would be saying the same shit. That's what I'm saying. We are dismissing the women that's saying it because we know they're goofy. Niggas, they would dismiss the dudes as well. No, they would. Like, why is this a why is this a male versus female thing? They're not dismissing the males who would say that. They'll be like, y'all goofy, y'all sound goofy as hell. That would get addressed. We addressing it right now. So how is that not being addressed? It would. I'm saying it would be addressed in the masses if that's what occurred. Bro, I'm saying what what I'm saying is, bro, niggas call out goofiness all the time. If a woman's gonna say it and she sound goofy, we call it what it is. If a male say it and he sound goofy, we call it what it is. What do y'all want them to do more for a male? Or do y'all want us to call them out less? I think I think Or do y'all want them to just call out women more? Because how do we solve this? Like, what are, what are we looking for here? The solution should be that yeah, that that you this should not be allowed to just be okay and not go without any type of conversation or pushback. This it's it's acting like it's okay because oh yeah, she's hurt and she's upset. If I was if I was in the same situation, I would do it. It it makes complete. It makes sense. I get it. But nobody got hurt. Nobody ended up dead and nobody was hit so the simple fact of I'm upset my feelings are hurt I'm going to charge you with the gun I'm thinking that's why it's not taking that's why it's taking lighter than if it was to go if it was to go the opposite way trust me niggas would be far more pressed to call this out than her just storming in nothing happened she went to jail uh, they seem to, and the thing is, they seem to be on good terms. They, she, he said they talked it out. They all good. She bought him a chain like a few days later. It's all good. That that's why it's not taken as serious as some of these other cases where it either went way left and somebody was shot and killed, or like he did it and was locked up and they've been having issues or whatever the case may be. It's not a big deal because they don't think themselves don't think it's a big deal. That's not true. It, that's it doesn't work like that. What? What? Because people individuals can be in those situations and it's not a, they get past it and people still have negative opinions toward whatever was going on. Again, it's I, I, if you want to think like it wouldn't be a thing and it's fine, that's cool. I just nah, that's not smooth. I'm I legit. I mean, I'm saying that yes, it's a big thing. We call out goofies that no, do but, that but as just goofy. Calling it as goofy is not the. Just saying goofies gonna be goofies, and we gonna ignore. What do we say? What do we say? There, this shouldn't. This shouldn't be okay. 
it seems like it's okay. And there needs to be some. So they need to get a divorce. They need to break up. Yeah, why are you talking about them? No, I'm saying what do like what needs to happen for who? I'm talking about the situation at hand, the re- the public response to the situation. I'm not talking about their marriage. Okay, so we call it what we what do we call it out as? It's not okay. Hey, it's not okay. What happens then? Because I think that everybody is saying it's not okay, and it's an understanding that it's not okay. I right, I don't think you're getting what, what I'm saying. I think I'm trying to I'm trying to I see. I'm saying okay, if we call it out, it's not okay. What happens after that? I think I think what Caesar's saying is it shouldn't even it it shouldn't even be a position that women are that women are taking. And that is seemed as okay, because it, it's it's not. I, I feel like if women look at that position, look at her position, and take that side and said, "Oh yeah, I'll do that too." I feel like that needs to be called out and that needs to be addressed. But that wasn't really addressed on the timeline. It's more like, okay, I mean, w- women are going to say what they do. But so how was, many? If How was, many people said that though? Do you do you believe? Did you see a lot well, of people saying that? I I saw a lot of women saying that. Me, okay. me personally, I saw a lot of women yeah. saying that. And I and I think and I think what he's saying, like if it was reversed and say we did, guys did come out and say, yeah, I agree, I would do the same thing. It would be a different topic. Like it would be a more serious topic. It would be like, yo, are are y'all serious? Like this is. This this is what we're talking about. This is this is the issue with men feeling they can be violent or or ultra aggressive towards women just because of uh, domestic disputes. And okay, it, I, I understand that. And the, the, what I'm going to say to that is that while both of it is wrong, it happens far more for men to kill a woman and for men to assault a woman then for women to uh, it's both wrong so don't don't misquote me and say like okay but it happens on okay yes it happens mm-hmm. on both sides and it's both wrong mm-hmm. but it happens way more on on the man side so that's why normally we hear more about it from women than yeah. f- on no, if it's no, the okay, situation you're not is addressing reversed. the fucking cheering what no 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 one no man like Donna said would be able to come out and basically promote and condone this and say, yo, I would do it too. If you think we could, then we can stop the conversation right now. No, when did I say that? I not once, not once did I say a man could do that. I I, I see what you're saying. It's definitely, it's definitely, we hear more stories uh, about the men doing it. I think it's more of a, we need to we need to address how how women are just like co-signing it and we're and we're kind of letting it letting that slide. And it's not just like us, like 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 men. I, f- I feel like women should call that out too, because because regardless, that situation should never happen. As 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 funny as the the whole thing kind of was. That shit is like she could have legitimately killed this dude or anybody and, in that room. And, and yeah, and, and we still have women like, 
No, I understand. I'm and if it and if it the reverse situation will switch, there men should be the one policing the other men saying, nah, don't what are you talking about? I understand. Or I would do that too. Like that's nah, that's not cool because it isn't cool. That's not yeah, that's not cool. But I feel like at, at it was a point where people are using this to like people were relieved, like, oh well, the situation was worse. Now we can be like, hey, hey, women, you see this happens too, and that's what niggas are gonna do too when these conversations start to happen. They're gonna point out this Earl Thomas situation and try to use it as an argument chip. When the shit happens way more on women's side, bro. No, but and so obviously it's gonna be said more, and we're gonna hear about it more from women because it happens to them more. Why are we bringing in other facts that has nothing to do with what the point was? Because I'm saying why we hear more on the women's side and why it will be. But it's be... not about hearing it. What do you hear what more? It's not about hearing this more. That's the part that I, I don't get. Okay, you're, I understand your point is hey, if a, if the situation was reversed, a man couldn't say this. But why, like, my thing is, like, why would we want it to, like, Okay, we we shouldn't want either side to say it. Like, but this shouldn't be like a well. They can we can't say it. How come they can do it? Like, what, nobody should care about that. It should just be like this shouldn't be happening. Period. It when we phrase it like that, it's making it seem like well, if I was to do this, it's like if I, me and my sister. If I was to get in trouble for something like my sister did or something like, well, how come I can't do this, but she can type thing? It's like, no, it shouldn't be happening. That's point blank, period. You're right. So why? All right, never mind. I'm off it. So, I mean, I just don't understand it. But I mean, like I said, I'm glad everybody cool. Like, I'm glad everybody's safe and, you know, nothing happened in the situation, bro. Because mm-hmm. that shit could have been left. Oh, shit. Hold on. What's this? Uh, shit, niggas want to talk about Princess Love and Ray J divorce. I don't know. <laughs> were they back together? Because I feel like they were back together at one point. Uh, I don't remember. Because uh, I saw him, he was talking to uh, uh, what's her name, Wendy Williams? You, Ray J. Yeah, he was talking to Wendy Williams, and I guess it, it sounded like they had smooth shit over after the uh, TV interview. Because did anybody watch the TV interview? Did that solve any of their shit? The the Zeus Network thing? Yeah. No, I didn't watch it. I, I need to, but I, I did not watch it. You going to get Zeus? Okay. <laughs> I, 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 it's got to be leaked somewhere. <laughs> no, niggas gonna find a link, bro. Uh, cause I need to know what brought him. Cause man, I was happy for Ray J. G. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. It seemed like he finally got him little one, got him little family started. Cause they got two kids, right? Yeah, yeah. So it seemed like he shit was going well for him, man. Yeah, he just see Ray J. Just seemed like one of them self sabotages, bro. Like when shit is going too real, he just he just gotta fuck it. <laughs> he gotta fuck shit up. Yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah, I think it's they actually have the first episode. I didn't know it was episodes of this. They have the first episode on YouTube. <laughs> the second episode is on Zeus, though. Oh, uh, the Ray J and Princess conversation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But man, prayers to my nigga Ray J. Uh, I don't know what was the the last straw. But I know that they was fighting because he like left them in Vegas. 
uh, to turn up with some escorts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, Ray J definitely seemed like a nigga who can't get married. Like when, like when I see it, I'm like, all right, this is this is not really going to last. He, he, he probably going to try to change, but I mean, it's Ray J. He got too much shit going on. Yeah, he dated Whitney Houston at one point, so Ray J. <laughs> He just all over the place, bro. He's just, <laughs> he just all over the place. Ah, uh, shit. What else, man? Out of all the stuff I was surprised to see on social media, I was surprised to see an Adele weight loss debate. Mm. Bro, like, niggas didn't argue over some crazy shit on social media, but Adele losing weight... <laughs> It was, it, was, a, it was like so many different arguments from that. Yeah. So uh, for people who don't know, you know, Adele has lost a ton of weight. She like she's not like super small now, but she way smaller than she used to be. Uh, and all over social media, it sparks. I don't even know the debates. Like one was like, yeah, I only care about women when they lose weight. One was. Why do you care about women losing weight? Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, what the it was, so pretty much it was like, yo, don't comment on this. Yeah. That, that's pretty much what it was. It was like, yo, yes, we know she lost weight, but not Nan Man should comment on it. <laughs> just just look at the picture and just leave it at that. <laughs> bro, I, I just don't know no more, bro. Like, like niggas just got to take a break off social media, bro. Like, because if a motherfucker losing weight, it's causing you to argue, then you taking this shit too seriously, man. Uh, it's just uh, I don't. Know. It was it was basically because y'all. It was the fat thing, and what fat thing? Like they were kind of implying that we weren't supportive of Adele when she was fat and stuff like that. Her goddamn albums went diamond. Well, well that's why. That's why it's easy. That's why you God damn. That's why it's so easy to dismiss. Like I don't know what you're upset about. We're, 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 excited. we're excited because we're not nobody said yo you're fat you need to lose weight everybody was just excited that she she looks good well I guess to take it off of like looked good that she I don't know I don't want to say she was unhealthy before but now she's very healthy she's fit she's thin she looks really good you know you're encouraging it was people were niggas was incur- providing encouragement and praise to somebody who lost some weight <laughs> Which, if people lose weight, yeah, they gonna want people to to kind of uh, pay attention to that. It, it was low key one of the things where you can't win because because people are like, "Damn, wow, she looks good," and they're like, "God, y'all y'all just love when fat people get in shape." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel like that's the, the good thing to do. And then some people were like, "Dang, I liked her back when she was. I liked her better when she was thicker." And people were like, "Like, who gives a fuck?" It's like. I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she didn't lose weight for niggas not to notice. <laughs> so uh, I, I feel like that was a that's definitely a factor. I, I would think yeah. so. You want to look I feel like everybody wants to look better. I, I, I don't. I, it, it's a tricky subject. It's a tricky subject. Shout out to Adele, man. Weight loss is crazy, especially in the quarantine time. She got that shit down. Uh. So shout out. Yeah. Uh <laughs> oh man, we didn't shout out the mothers before we started, man. It was Mother's Day yesterday. Uh did you did you do or send your mom anything special? Or how did y'all celebrate Mother's Day, man? Uh I actually got to see my mom. I was I was there uh for the weekend, so that was good. And uh 
yeah, my brother was there too. So we got to, we, we couldn't, you know, go to like breakfast or anything, but we had, uh, we had dinner, uh, at the house and that was solid. True, true, true. See, you do anything? I jumped on FaceTime for like 15 minutes. Nah, true, true. Yeah, that's the way to go. Your mom's doing good? Yeah, they, they straight. I just, straight. you know, let them, let them do their thing. Like, oh, y'all living it up. All right, see deuces. Hop on the phone real quick. Happy yeah, I did same. And just hit it with the car. Just talked about everything. Chopped it up, man. Shout out to all the mothers. Uh, I had somewhere I was going. Oh, Future wished uh, his baby mama's a happy Mother's Day. Um, and consecutive tweets. Uh, that that was that was kind of awkward. He shouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah. No. I don't know if that okay. was the right move. It, it was, <laughs> I don't know if that was the right move. I think <laughs> the only issue with his tweets were the inconsistency in the tweets. <laughs> and that's that, you're like I, you're I, the I, love of my life. I, I would never be nothing without you. I honestly, God, I think that's the only issue with what he did. Had he See, been consistent, it. <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't be an issue. Because all right, so he started off with like a. Uh, Happy Mother's Day, India. Such a great mother. Always putting the kids first. You keep me sane. I'm forever grateful. I'm forever grateful for you. Thank you. That's a nice message. Mm. Another one. Thanks for holding down. Thanks for holding my prince down, Brit. Your love for your kids is amazing. And I thank you for staying on top of business. Happy Mother's Day. Nice message. Happy Mother's Day, C. Baby future is life. Appreciate you. <laughs> not average. Lukewarm. <laughs> hey, that's not a bad message. You, no, but, still a good message. I'm not mad at it. It's, it's lukewarm, though. Hey, my, my son Cash, mother. Real one. Cut from a different cloth. Happy Mother's Day, baby K. What? Yeah, it's like, huh? Who are you talking to? You don't know her name? Hey, yo. I, I, I want to believe that he knows her name, but I'm not too confident after that message. That that one wasn't bad. All right, so then you go back to Joy. Thanks for being a credible mom. You holding it down. Real ones. Stay solid. Happy Mother's Day. Paris, your mom deserves it. Happy Mother's Day, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the lack of consistency in mom deserves it. <laughs> the lack of consistency in these messages is what the issue is. That's like a message you send after somebody make the Hall of Fame or some shit. <laughs> like you can't go from you can't go from saying names to excluding or not even using your BM's names. Yeah, and he just got a new one today, so <laughs> he might have to send a tweet out later on today. I know uh, he's, he's losing it on the timeline right now, like presently. <laughs> what is he doing? Man, you just <laughs> his tweets now is wild. He's uh, you want the best for me, and I want the best for you with the crown and surfer emoji. Love who you love. No man, no no no. You got to get to the question. No, teach these hoes how to keep, to keep they keep, teach these hoes how to keep they business off the internet. <laughs> you run the internet. You run. Oh, he said you run to the internet. I can't speak the truth. I'm a log off. Mask off. <laughs> Well, I saw he got into it with Masika earlier about when uh, Shade Room posted that the one girl was uh, his actual baby mama that Masika commented. And he was like, hey, you know me in real life. <laughs> Log off. <laughs> I mean, that's real shit, man. Don't, if, if you know me, don't fucking, <laughs> don't fucking uh, talk about me in Shade Room comments. <laughs> like, damn, come on. What, what are we doing, really? Yes, but he he gotta he gotta get it together, bro. Like future my nigga, but he gotta get that shit together. That shit is embarrassing. Yeah, you. you what is embarrassing? 
having seven, uh, what, he got eight kids by seven baby mamas? That shit is nuts. I don't know if it's embarrassing. No, what's embarrassing is how this last one is. Or she trying to bring down an empire, bro. Here's the thing. I don't, if you, I think this is all very on brand for future. (laughs) And it's Yuki. That's why it doesn't look, if this was somebody else, like a regular person, had all them baby moms, had all this type of drama, you would say, yo, this is nuts. How are you living like this? This is very on brand for future. But is that brand a good brand, though? Like just being yes. a goddamn sleazebag and just raw dogging random women and having babies with them? I think so. I think for him, yeah. Nah, it's, that's, it's, that's foul, if you man. listen to his music, if I, even if I hit you once, you part of my collection. That's what this is all very on brand. <laughs> this is all no, no, no. That's it's on it's on brand. But if we break it down to the human level, like no, human okay, future not, as a human, that's some garbage ass activity. Yeah, but oh, see, now I'm not talking about him as a human. I just mean him as an artist. Yeah, like I, yeah, you you got to be able to. Se- I'm separating the two. Like you got to be able to separate the two. I'm separating the two. Him as an artist, this is a hundred percent on brand. You wouldn't expect anything less from him. Yeah, but he he needs to watch out, bro. He needs to because this is getting. I'm scared. I I feel like I said this before. I'm scared for future's future <laughs> because because yeah. this is fam. This is the type of shit like you see twenty years from now, and we're gonna see like I don't know a behind the music or something about how he's broke as hell because he has like all these different baby moms and they're going to keep re-upping on his ass. It's not going to stop. This this is going to keep coming. And I'm, I'm afraid for him because first of all, the music business is future is that guy. I have no, I'm, I'm like 99% sure he's going to continue cranking out hits, you know, for but for how long? Though? Exactly. He's been in the game for 10 years. And it's I think for me, it's it's not when are, it's when is he going to stop? Because it's not that they're not going to stop trying to, you know, re-up. It's when is he going to stop? Yeah. And it's because if he don't stop, he can just keep adding a new math equation to already large pot. Yeah, I, I I hope he's able to do it. I don't know. I feel like he's gonna. The music game is just man. I'm telling you, I don't. I just don't want it to be years from now. And we find out this nigga has been in a tridash deal. Yeah, and now it's like, where is this money coming from? Because it happens so so often. And he has nine baby moms, man. He probably got more, low key. Yeah. No, this this last one trying to put him in a 360 uh, <laughs> child support <laughs> a 360 child support deal. I'm telling you right now, she's trying to get 53 a month from this nigga. So, 53,000 or 100? 53,000 dollars a month, my nigga. Oh, well, shoot for the stars. <laughs> Bro, so this that's why he's so pissed off now because now this one finna get nasty. The other ones he can do his little manipulation type thing. Oh, you you gonna lie for me? So you gonna hold me down for forever type shit? And they gonna be like, all right, he gonna take care of his kids, so we good. Yeah, and this one he can't do that with. The ones he got a problem with are the ones that he can't do the manipulation or the I'm gonna take care of you. You don't have to worry about nothing. I'm gonna take care of you. Just keep me off papers type shit. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know his situation. I just think it's 
all about expectations and when when you it could, it could also be when and how you meet these people in your life yeah shout out future man future like i said future is one of my goats and I, I, it hurts me to, to say this but eventually we got to hold our goats to higher standards man and that shit that shit is trash bro like i understand wanting to spread your seed and live you know be fruitful and multiply and shit but this ain't the way bro no nah, but we say that like it's intentional we don't know about the kids eh? about wanting to spread your seed Oh, I feel like yeah, I, I mean like, I don't know. I yeah, feel like this I is just know. an after effect. Yeah, I, and hey man, I don't know if future has another eighteen years of uh, <laughs> being able to provide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. this nigga not Smokey uh, Smokey Robinson, bro. He not having <laughs> legacy concerts when he fifty. <laughs> Rappers have a very small window. <laughs> he probably needs to chill. So. Uh man, I don't know, bro. Get get your shit together. But I mean, I I'm glad that you're taking care of your kids, bro. But that money starts to run up eventually, man. Like he's been very, very, very fortunate to be as talented as he is to get as much money as he has now. But I mean, you see it with right now. Rap money is starting to dry up in the streets. If you own papers, you got the same payment every month. Yeah, that shit. Now you have to cut back. How you how you maneuvering? How you operating right now, bro? So, <sighs> children are a blessing, but you gotta be goddamn careful, bro. Uh, speaking of music, the Erica Badu and uh, Jill Scott IG live was last week, last Friday, I think it was. Did y'all check that out? I I couldn't, I couldn't I, do it. I popped in and out. It really, as as everybody kept saying, it had the vibes and it was cool. But yeah, I saw it, it just, too. It went, like, one, yeah. it went too long for me, and yeah, it did. It it just seemed like they were just playing music and talking, which I I don't know. It's kind of boring. Yeah, that. It wasn't as captivating for me. And I mean, they got hits too. Like, it wasn't like they don't have hits, but it just wasn't captivating for me. Um, but they had like, what, 700,000 at one point? So they got viewers. Um, and it seemed to work out. So salute Erica and um, Jill Scott. I don't know if anybody touching Erica, though, man. Erica got hit hits. And so, uh, I mean, that's not to say Jill don't get hits, but. It's gonna be tough, but we got Nelly versus Ludacris this week. Niggas excited for that? Um, I don't know. I, I just know Luda's gonna get him out of here. Uh, what? Yeah, Luda's Luda's, Luda? taking Luda's taking that, and I think with ease. Not with ease, but Luda's gonna take that. Bruh, Nelly wanted. Oh. Luda's taking that. No, Luda's taking it. Luda's taking that. He's taking it, and and this is why. I believe Luda. he is. <sighs> and, and, I can't say it, bro. No, no Luda's, Luda's taking that. No, Luda don't have an album better than uh, Country Grammar, and that's on that's on Mamas. But also, you, you, Nell- have, to, you have to play hits. That's the thing. Ludacris has more hits. All right, don't say what you're gonna say, and then I'm gonna do my rebuttal. No, my no, no. Th- this is the only reason I I, I take Luda is because. Nelly, Nelly, pro- Nelly has an edge on Luda with uh, their own hits. Like if, if we're talking about going off their albums and everything, but Luda kills Nelly in guest verses. 
Yeah. If if he can use his guest verses, it's 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 just it's Which overwhelming. It's overwhelming, especially in a hit in a hit battle. That's huge because that also changes. It it, it changes. Uh, kind of how it goes because you're not just hearing the same artists every time. Luda's Luda can throw in gossip folks with Missy. Yeah. Like he could he could throw in Ride with Sierra. Like he he has too many guest verses that Nelly just don't got. Mm, I don't know about that. Nelly right, don't got no, guest verses like that. I mean, Nelly's with a party at girlfriend yeah. with in sync? Nelly got uh yeah he got girlfriend. He got Boy, the nasty party girl with nasty Biggie. Girl. He got get loose. He got his here I am verse. I'm sorry. Come on, Doc. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nelly got Nelly got some verses, bro. Besides, maybe where the party at and girlfriend. Uh, Ludacris verses is smoking those. Ludacris <laughs> gets both is smoking those. Yeah, it's too many. Yeah, it's way too many. But we talking about guest verses. Nelly got some of the biggest rap songs of all time, bro. Ride with me, EI number one. Country grammar are some of the biggest rap songs of all. Dilemma, goddammit. Yeah, no, I and I, but also Ludacris got some big ass joints too, though. No, he yeah. do, he do, but he not touching uh, as far as like impact. I don't think he's touching. Nelly's Nelly is what the number four top selling art uh, right. rap artist of all time. So Nelly can Nelly can one hundred percent he can drop hot in here. Ride with me, dilemma, yeah, country grammar, Air Force One, pimp juice, pimp juice, shake your tail feather, tip drill, number one, grills. I don't think gr- I, grills is easy. Grills is beatable. Flap your wings is beatable. My place is beatable. And I, I also think Ludacris will have enough competitive smoke for everything else that was named. And, and another thing, if, if, I think Luda has more albums that he can go to than Nelly. Because I think Luda has... Mm. Back for the first time, country, uh, sub, what's, what's the shit? Uh, word of mouth, mouth and... Chicken and uh, beer. Chicken and beer, red light and district, red light district. Did you say Southern hospitality? I thought that was on back for the first time. Oh, oh no, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, that's back. But he he can still get some shit from release therapy. Yeah. Now Nelly, I'm sorry, Luda. I'm, it's gonna be neck to neck. I'm not saying one person gonna blow this person out, but Nelly got him, bro. I'm sorry. And hits. Yes, I, I think bro, hit, man. individual hits. I don't think it's as wide as. You're saying it is, but I do think that, like Don is saying, Ludacris has the guest verses that are so strong that it will get him. It it'll it's it's gonna get bad. Ludacris guest verses are fucking nuts. Mm, I, I would have to see him. Oh, I would have to see him. I mean, he got yeah. I'm looking at him now. Hot and wet. If you want to include that, be all Minute right. Minute man, be a beer. Holiday in. Uh, Holiday Inn. Oh, Glam- uh, it's you nasty. can say glamorous, maybe. His stump verse. That's I mean that's not one you play, but that's up there. I don't, baby, I don't- <laughs> baby, if you want to throw that in with JB, you can. <laughs> you, 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 can. <laughs> you can. It's I'm. It's just it's it's too many. <sighs> Like it's I said, it's going to be close. I don't think he's blowing him out like that. No, I, no. I, know, I know for sure he's not blowing him yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say. I, I I think it will be close, but I got I got. Oh, him. we didn't. Uh, do you, oh, you said yeah. Yeah, I said yeah. He, he, 
Yeah. No, he's I think he's going to I don't know. If you just look at his singles, I think he has some strong singles. What's your fantasy? Southern Hospitality, they up there. Area Codes up there. Rollout up there. Saturday up there. Welcome to Atlanta up there. Move Bitch yeah. up there. I'm going a, I'm to a give them all of them, but when the last time you heard any of those in the party? I heard EI and Rod with me in the party a, a few weeks ago. Maybe a few months ago. You still hear... Um, you definitely hear What's Your Fantasy. And um, low-key... He could he could drop how low? Yes, um, that would still get the shit. He, <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to hear that bullshit. Yeah, that shit would hit, you know that shit would hit in a, in a, in, like if he drops how low? That shit, bro. Them them verses is ass, dog. I'm sorry, I'm not they, trying to hear that. They are, but in a party though, and in, in, in a maybe hits, this is a hits battle though. It's not even maybe maybe. Sex room? I, like I said, it's not. It's Luda got fucking like people sleep on how big of a impact Luda had in music and still has to this day in music. Yeah. But people also sleep on how big this nigga Nelly is. I'm really trying to think what songs Nelly has that aren't that he can't. Ludacris can't put something extremely competitive against. Ride with me. Luda don't have any song better than Ride with me. I mean that might sometimes you you hold them you know when to hold them and fold them. Luda don't have one song better than Country Grammar. Uh, Luda don't have one song better than Country Grammar, bro. Oh, okay. You know what? He probably doesn't. Ei. Do Luda got a better song than Ei? Probably not. But but but. Those are three. All right, so those are three rounds. After a while, ugh, I think I think Luda just got a little bit more because Nelly can only go honestly from four albums if if you count Sweatsuit as two separate albums. Mm-hmm. After that, he better not play n- not one thing from Brass Knuckles. Literally after Sweatsuit. He better not play one thing from any of those other. Maybe I'm a. Uh, it was just a dream. Just That's a dream. it. <laughs> no, and the, he would right. get played out of that. The good thing about Nelly is Nelly's first two were so loaded that he doesn't really need four, but the lack of volume will work against him because there will be some deterioration. There will be some fall off. The yeah. fall off. The, I think the fall off for Nelly is substantial compared to Ludacris. I don't in a know, battle, man. in a battle, country grammar ride with me. E I hiding here. Air Force One's dilemma number one. My place with Jaheem over and over with Tim McGraw. Fam, Tilt you, your you, head you, back, you, flap your wings, grills. You you can oh, flap your wings is taking a L. Mm, depending on what part you play. Like uh, I, I'm saying, for 20 songs, it after you get through maybe two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, like 12. From Nelly, it's gonna there's gonna be a fall off. I mean, but once you once he secure that twelve, that's all he need. He, he'll be good. But I I don't think it's gonna be that secure. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Like I said, it's gonna be close. But I'm I'm taking Nelly. Y'all taking uh y'all taking Luda. We'll see on we'll see on. I think it's Friday. I don't know if it's Friday or Saturday. Uh, that's gonna be a good one though. Yeah. Um. Did y'all see that? All right, so we know we all watched um, the uh, what's the Michael Jordan shit? Uh, Last Dance. Mm-hmm. So, it, I'm, first, I'm gonna get y'all opinions on the last two episodes. 
um this this these two episodes they covered what was it the uh, the f- playoffs games in '98 versus the Nets and the uh, who did they play second? Hornets, the Sonics. And not, no, in '98, so they played the Hornets second round oh, in '98, yeah. and then they played the Sonics in the finals in '96. Six, and it was pretty much uh, MJ and his baseball. Yeah, and MJ baseball. Uh, what, what was your thoughts on these two episodes? Uh, I thought, Any, anything that stood up? Whoa. Damn. There was. I, I thought there were. I mean, these episodes are consistent as hell. Um, one thing that stood out for me is when he returned, I didn't know how late in the season he returned that year. Yeah. The, I, I didn't like for some reason, in my mind, I always thought he returned like all star break or something. This nigga returned early, like early March. Like, fam, come on, <laughs> man. What, yeah. Why was you bullshitting us this whole time? <laughs> but, but I understand like the lockout and everything with uh, baseball. I didn't even, I didn't even know about that. But um, yeah, that was one thing, and I, I didn't know the Bulls were that bad at that point. Because for some reason, I always thought that like Scotty had them like at least solid, but there were only three games above five hundred before he came back. I didn't, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Uh, one of the I don't know I don't know if y'all feel this way and I, maybe I'm just thinking too much into it but it seems to minim, uh, minimize like every good player that played in that era I don't know if y'all feel that way but I'm getting the I'm getting the feeling like nobody for me coming from this documentary I don't have I didn't have a better feeling about any player in that era it all feels like they were kind of like portrayed as well i was good but michael was better <laughs> like, I, well, that type of shit it's what i don't think it's i, think that's I don't think point. that's possible i don't think that's possible to even feel that way and it because you're not they're not being highlighted yeah but in certain documentaries i come away from it like damn that nigga was a beast god I damn mean, mo cheeks I, was getting getting busy mo cheeks <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Like, uh, it would be certain documentaries where I'd be like, damn, well, they was going head to head. He made GP look like a fucking joke. Mm, I, I, think, I think that's just the way that it was. the film was cut. I'm sorry. And that, GP, my nigga, so I'm got to speak out on it. Fuck but, that nigga, bro. No, I, I, I think that's 100% just the way that this is filmed and the way that they're showing and airing it. They're bro, not, they had that nigga GP do one quote saying, yeah, I did this to stop... Uh, I did this to stop Jordan. They gave this nigga Jordan some time to be like, oh, fuck. This nigga couldn't stop shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it, I, actually, if you look at the numbers, he he did have a substantial impact on... No, for, that's what I said. But they made it. Jordan just have control over it, like, oh, man, this nigga couldn't stop me. I was worried about my pops. Like, nigga, no. You was getting locked down. Well, yeah. Well, that's why, that's why I don't assume to, there's, it's even possible to walk away and think, like, I don't know. You you would feel differently about any other superstar outside of anybody on the Bulls because that that's yeah. not who it's meant to highlight. Like that, yeah, yeah. even that, even that uh that Magic series, like they didn't go into Shaq, Penny, anyone on that team when they probably could have. I think they could have and made them look good and make it seem like it was a wave because it was a battle. Uh, the second series wasn't a battle because obviously you got Dennis now. He eating up all the rebounds, but the you know. Just make it seem like 
it's something other than like even a magic series. He copped it out to being, hey, I was out of shape. Nigga, you was playing 48 minutes a game. What do you mean? I mean, he was. He, he, I mean, he was, but I guess I don't know. Did you want them to do that? It, it would have just made it longer. I don't think it's, and that's not the focal point. So I don't think it's supposed to build them I think up. they could take out certain elements, bro, and just sub them. I don't know. I, maybe I wanted too much, but I go into a documentary and I I want it to be as objective as possible. It's kind of like the Beastie Boys documentary what I watched. It kind of had too much of their point. They set it up as like a TED talk where they kind of just talk through the highlights of their life. And they did a lot of blaming of Russ and Rick Rubin because now they control the narrative. I feel the same way um, in this documentary. But I understand what it's for, though. Yeah, and I, I know what you're saying. Like, I feel like for some of, like, even the Trailblazers, I feel like they could have went more into that team and how good uh, Clyde really was. It, it was more like MJ was like, yeah, Clyde was good, but I, I just knew it was better. <laughs> like, yeah, I was going to bust that nigga. <laughs> like, I, I, I know, I feel like they made, I feel like they did a better job with Chuck uh, on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they could have did a little bit better. Just, just, just showing how good those teams were. I, I feel like for the Sonics, they did it. They, they, they let us know like, Hey, this was a, a really good team. They beat them in the regular season. Not that many. That was the, the best season they ever had. You know what I'm saying? Um, they, they showed how, you know, when Gary did start guarding them, they started getting W. So I wasn't mad at that, but for some of the teams, yeah, especially the magic and the trailblazers. Yeah, so I don't know. That's that's this like I feel like it's a good documentary. I think it's almost hard to fuck up a Mike doc because it's so much greatness surrounding him and about his brand. But there are some things like uh, Francona saying he was batting two hundred two, and that was good. I was like, nigga, in what universe? Like, <laughs> well, let's I, not cap about this nigga being good at baseball. This per, nigga was trash. From perspective, that actually is good. Bro, two hundred two is fucking horrible. After after seventeen years of not playing baseball, yeah, I mean, yeah, we can add perspective, but we talking about it being a good pro. But we no, gotta eliminate think, all of the 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 factors into it. Like, I don't care that he was a basketball player. Now you're a baseball player, and if you're hitting two hundred two, you're not making the league. But I I think that's what I think that's ex- kind of what they hit on is yeah he he came in I was impressed that he hit two hundred two. For uh, somebody who was 17 years out of the league, that's impressive. No, I'm very impressed on that. But, and I'm then, very and impressed. And then they proceeded to say, "I assume had he had 1,500 swings and continued to improve, he would have reached the league at some point." It wasn't he hit 202, he can make it. It was if he continued to stay here and didn't leave and got the necessary reps that are needed, he would have made that leap. That nigga was ass, and they changed the narrative, and they was capping. I'm sorry, niggas got paid. I know Frank Terry Francona got the direct deposit as soon as that shit was over. That nigga was ass, and he know he was ass, and that's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> he was ass, and, and we can call it what it is. He the greatest, one of the greatest NBA players of all time, but he was ass at baseball. I'm sorry. Uh. But any other, I mean, any other thoughts about it? Like, any other thoughts about what happened um, in the last two episodes? Uh, Not much. I mean, not much really happened. Baseball and... Go ahead. Him crying at the end of that uh, first one was a little weird. I'm not going to lie. 
He, like, was upset, he was upset because niggas didn't want to be competitive. Yeah, when he was like, like "Oh yeah, yeah," I just I didn't know where that came from. It's like, yo, listen, if you don't want to play that way, <laughs> like, man, so you, like, man. all right, break. <laughs> like, you was you was an asshole, bro. Like, I, I, like nobody's trying to take away your competitiveness, but fam, you was just a straight up asshole. That's how you know he. That's how you know he's really a psycho is. <laughs> Cause the, he t- he interpreted it as yo these niggas don't want to be competitive, and that hurts me to see another person not want to be competitive and not want to get a y'all. It's nuts. Is it? Is it? But my thing was like, is it not wanting to be competitive or not wanting to be called a hoe? Like, I'm sorry, bro. I want to win too. But if you got to call me a hoe to do it, then I don't want to win. I guess. I think it's. I think he was. It was more so it had to do with their approach, their approach and their mindset to. Like, cause he he was talking about uh, Scott Burrell. He was like, yeah, he he was talented, but he didn't have the dedication. He didn't like put in hours. He wasn't focused. He was just trying to have fun. Like that to him was like you you don't really want to be competitive because you're not out here trying to be the best. Yeah, I I see what Michael's saying when when niggas saw this, they was gonna think he was a dick because I think Michael's a dick. And like, if I was around back time, back then, and I would have heard so many stories, I would have wished somebody smacked the fuck out of him, <laughs> bro. Because he was on some bullshit, bro. Yeah, no, that that Steve Kerr shit had me dying. This nigga was like, oh, they they just joined the team. They making jokes before practice. They laughing it up, <laughs> thinking they won these championships. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> like, okay, I, I, res- I respected some. I respected his mentality for some of the shit. I just didn't respect how he executed his feelings. Yeah. Because that Steve Kershaw was it's valid. Yeah. It's super but, valid. I don't I don't know because it's like I'm a grown man. Like I'm sorry. No, this man can't no, fucking I joke mean, around in practice. It's 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 like I guess it from from his from the, the psycho perspective it's yeah you think you're joining this team like this shit isn't given. It is kind of one of those things like yeah we got these three but this shit isn't given. Like we gotta go out and earn this shit. So you need to come in here and be locked in so that I know that when it comes time to really try to to get this shit, you're going to be on point, which yeah. is true. Like that shit ain't given. You got to earn it. Stay focused just because you you're on a team that won a championship doesn't mean you're guaranteed a championship. Yeah, I, I understand that. But it's like he, he was acting like Steve just got there. He, he, like that nigga was in the playoffs with Scotty playing the Knicks just two years ago. Like yeah. he, he's been at like nigga, really? Y- your ass just coming back. What, what, what the fuck you yelling at me for and shit? Like we've been out here while you was goofing off playing minor league baseball. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> Watching our games. Like, man, chill out. No, I, and I, I I like trust me, I understand being competitive, and that's what I respect about Mike. I respect his drive. Like that nigga wanted that shit nasty, like bad. But it's a certain way you can go about that shit that you don't have to be a, a dick, bro. And he was just a dick. Like, bro, like niggas to this day, they all like no, nah, I couldn't I, I didn't want to fuck with that nigga. Like, like I couldn't stand that nigga. I mean, we won. But how much of that is him wanting to win bad? And how much of that is just them having a talented team and getting that shit done? Like, can we overrate it to him calling them hoes in practice and punching niggas? Can we say that is the reason why they won? Or them having a collection of good talent and good coaching 
in a good system with the triangle and shit like that, and they just got it done. I think it would be wrong to say that didn't have. No, all, it, all it that has some influence. Definitely had an impact in that type of thing, for sure. Yeah, but I, 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 I don't know, man. I feel like you could be a great ass leader and not be a dick. Look at LeBron. Look at some other leaders. Fucking. I mean, you're going to have to have one, you know, you have some element of somebody being a dick. Yeah, but I mean, even, I eat Draymond. <laughs> even even LeBron still gets criticized for his leadership. So is there even is there really a clear set? It, no matter what way you lead, there's going to be somebody who's not receptive to your leadership style. Yeah, it's 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 unavoidable. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I said, it's no clear cut answer. Um, but when it comes to people being adults, you just gotta respect me as an adult. This is a game at the end of the day, and like that shit with him calling niggas hoes and all that shit, that shit didn't say well with me because I, I know it's how- different though. I I, I do kind of think it's different. Not not saying he was cool with it or he should have. It should have been cool, but I think if that was in a workplace, like if you were in the workplace, your manager's like, yeah, get it, bitch. You're you're, <laughs> you're, you're gonna be yeah you're gonna be confused because it's like what why are you doing this it's it's you can't push me to be a better employee in an office place if just because you stay on my ass doesn't make me isn't gonna want to make me improve or feel like yo when shit gets hard you need to be tested but I think when it comes to like sports. Yeah, it it kind of helps to know like all right this person isn't being a well, he he. Yes, he was a dick just to be a dick sometime, but it's like this person's being a dick because they're trying to help me get somewhere. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah. You, you just don't gotta be disrespectful. You you could definitely have that fire and be like, hey man, like do your goddamn job or some shit like that. But fam. <laughs> calling me a bitch or taking my fucking airplane meal. <laughs> like, nigga, yeah. you, you cross the line, bro. <laughs> I'm like, you, you cross. Did you see uh, Shannon actually talk to Horace? No, nah, I didn't see that. About that? He actually talked to him and Horace said that did happen. And he said, <laughs> Horace said MJ did a whole bunch of worse shit than that. And uh, Shannon didn't want to say it. He said he, he wants him to come on the show and talk about it. But yeah, he said that shit did happen. But Horace went to the back of the plane trying to fight that nigga. If okay. I'm yeah, if I'm Horace, <laughs> I would not let that shit get out. That makes me look like such a hoe, bro. No, no, no. I don't. I don't think that's fine. But don't, <laughs> that don't, made me, no, no, me no. look like I hold up and let a nigga take my food. All I'm saying is, don't leave out the fact that I tried to fight this nigga. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. you can yeah, you I, can you can say he took my food and he said he can't eat. But don't leave out the part of the story where I got up on the plane and stormed to the back and was trying to put hands on this nigga. Leave that part in there, because that's important. <laughs> yeah, man. Don't tell my story without putting that shit in. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I come back and haunt you, you said some shit, especially after I die and I can't retort. It's, uh, like, nah. it's like, yeah, I know this shit is about him, but don't have me looking stupid. Yeah, like I just didn't get my meal and shit. <laughs> like I, yeah, like I, I was just I, hungry I, that night. You sat there watching other people eat. Like, oh, oh, I had to play the Suns on an empty stomach. Oh, shit. oh they, had, they had the salmon again. Mm, looks good. Oh shit! I wish I could have that. Damn, that shit smelled delicious. Fucking Rick Belcher eating his shit. <laughs> Fucking, I don't get no food. This nigga put zero seven to seven of his shit. Nah, you you definitely yeah, you got to try to fight him for that. Which I'm glad. 
Yeah. Uh, but I also didn't know about that Scotty shit. That that shit was foul too. You're talking about the Kukoc shit. Yeah, when uh, yeah. he wouldn't come off the bench because they gave Kukoc the last shot. Like you, I mean, you can't do that. Yeah, that's. But I mean, Kukoc was was he was a sniper though. Yeah. He was sitting them game winners. I'm, I'm not mad at, but that is a little disrespectful, man. Yeah, to the team, especially when you're supposed to be the leader now. Now Mike out. Yeah, okay, so. is it though? No, no, but but I also think like it was disrespectful for Phil to do that though. Like, oh, man, it is. I, it was. It was. Fam, I'm Scotty Pippen, bro. Yeah, yeah, nigga. What? But you, I think you have to. You, you. I get it. I as a coach, you can't coach. You can't coach with egos. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did the best move for the team. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you. Can't. But imagine if they did that to Bron. Bron would do it to himself. Nah, he would. Not, yeah, I mean, that's what makes Bron Bron. It got. But I'm just saying. Imagine he wanted the ball. And they was like, Mo, Mo Williams, you get it. He been hot. Like the, and I think it's, for me, it's different in this instance where they were saying, yeah, we've run this play before money, run this play before money. It's not like they're like, all right, now we're, they, he came up with some whole new ass play to try to oh, get Tony Kukoc open for a game winner bucket. That would have been nuts. But also at the same time, it's like, okay, you're Scottie Pippen. It's always like, yo, your eyes are going to be on the biggest player who can step up and kind of in that moment when they can get a little free shot and hit that game winner. Yeah. Um, what was I about to say? Uh, no, I think it was a case of uh, Pip trying to overextend himself now that Mike was out, too. He he felt like he saw himself as the leader. So it's just like, damn, like, uh, they going to do this? They going to. And he, he already had a little pass with Kukoc. Although I'm pretty sure that was resolved by that point, but it was just like, damn, not this white boy coming and still in my game winners too. So yeah, I think hey, somebody should smack Scotty. Smack the shit out of him. <laughs> and that nigga Bill Carter is crying like a goddamn uh Denzel and Glory and shit. Let us Hey man, that's good, that's good leadership though. No, that is, that is. Shout out to that team, man. They went way farther than niggas thought they was gonna go. Uh, but I brought up the bullshit uh, to talk about. Did y'all know? Did y'all ever hear about that Randy Brown story? Ah, fuck. I, I feel like I've heard about this before, but with Mike, when his uh, the the clip they were showing last uh, last night when his pops passed away, and he was like on the floor with the ball. Mm-hmm. Do y'all know that Randy Brown was trying to steal the ball from him? Yes, yes, I did hear about that. I did hear about that. Bro, y'all have to watch this video on YouTube, bro. I was dying. Like, they broke down Randy Brown's whole life and, <laughs> and how it would have changed if he got that ball, bro. But he was actually, like, legit trying to get that game ball away from Mike when he fell on top of him and was, like, on the ball. Yeah, I see. I much wanted the souvenir. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot him, Bill. You're not thinking about. You don't know what's going on through Mike's head, at <laughs> and it's it's kind of like everybody want the ball at the end of the game for for whatever yeah. reason. So I'm gonna shoot him, Bill, and not think he knew he was in an emotional moment. Man, but Randy <laughs> Randy Brown does not deserve not one souvenir. <laughs> the worst the worst part is did when Mike was in the was crying. Did they lay a hat on his head? Or was yeah, it already there? Because so. that's that's sicker. <laughs> Yo, if I'm crying, don't come put a snapback on my head. Hey, put the snap on there. And then walk away. 
Yeah, that that brings up a good question though, because a lot of people were upset with them including that. And I don't know. I, I think it adds some context to the story. Well, I understand not pushing a pushing a, a a camera in front of his face like forever, but filming it for a second, be like, "Hey, he was super emotional. This is what it was. I mean, he's feeling his dad dying, and that's not terrible. I don't, I don't think. No, and including that, I don't think it's terrible. Yeah, it's context. I mean, I think. Yeah, that, I mean, I, oh, go ahead. No, and I, I feel like, um, yeah, it, it adds to the story. And I don't even think Mike would be mad about them. You know, feeling. I feel like that's something that he'd probably want to see. Just like all that emotion coming out. You know, it's. it's yeah. I mean, you just won a championship. It's not like it was a dark time, and he was just trying to get away from people. You just, you just, you're on the biggest stage of what you do, and you just want it. And yeah, emotions come out. I don't, I don't feel like there's a problem with filming that. My thing is, if you're gonna be mad at the the filming, you got to be mad at the photo too. No one's ever been mad at that photo. Yeah, it's an iconic yeah. photo. I yeah. think I think with the with the video is it added the video definitely added it it put things in perspective. Like it lets you the photo from the photo you just see like he's hurt, but like in the video you can really see like that shit had him hurting because they were just basically saying before in the other parts, no one thought he had emotions. Like he was just serious game mode asshole. And that's all that they saw. So this gave us a glimpse of, I guess a human side of Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when y'all get a chance to watch it, if anybody listening, uh, listeners, please go and listen to the Randy Brown and Michael Jordan story. One of the funniest, bro. I was dying that whole fucking video, bro. Because it was so, it was, it's, it's not funny that he went bankrupt, but they were saying if he had that ball, <laughs> he probably could have sold that shit. <laughs> oh, bro, they was going in, bro. It was so sad, bro. <laughs> Hey, all right, that's oh, disrespectful. This, <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's whole life went to shit because <laughs> he couldn't wrestle that ball away from the Oh, God, bro. Oh, but moving on, man. Uh, why that nigga Deshaun Watson lie about the Bears, bro? Why was that necessary? Damn, I didn't he, even see that. He needed motivation for himself. Why did Michael Jordan lie about a nigga saying nice game? Yeah, that was weird. Too. That was hilarious. I'm about to start lying like that. <laughs> nice game, Mike. <laughs> Can you imagine a nigga saying this? Hey, nice game, Mike. God, fuck. probably like what the fuck? I ain't say that shit. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm about to start doing it. Hey, Shorty said I could never get a bitch like her. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I, got got it. I got it. Nah, I got a oh, better shit. one now. What? Yeah, but they uh backstory is Deshaun Watson. This week he made a tweet saying, "And the Bears never called me." Pretty much prompted in the social media, you know, the big thing is the Bears passed up on Deshaun and Patrick Mahomes to get uh, Trubisky. Uh, so he made a tweet saying the Bears never called me. And if you say something online, it's receipts online. Yeah. So they bring up a, a a clip from ESPN with this nigga called interviewing Deshaun Watson and Deshaun Watson listing out the name of the teams that called him and brought him in to the facility. And he says the Bears. Uh, so I'm like, what? Like, why? Uh, yeah, I don't know. that. Th- I don't know if he forgot or I don't know if you would forget something like that, though. Yeah, I, I feel like he, he was either doing it. He was either on the MJ act or he was on like maybe he just wanted a, to be a better story. 
you know, yeah. down the line. Oh, but man, that's not needed. We we, we didn't pick nah. where we should have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows that. <laughs> like so, uh, yeah, that was, that was kind of crazy. Uh, Giannis got hacked. Y'all want to kind of go into that, or it is what it is. Mm. Yeah, that's that's kind of is what it is. <laughs> man, hey, these little hacker niggas, man. Hey, hey, something else, bro. They were saying some wild shit. Yeah, that 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 was that was nasty. Yeah, but I mean it's hackers. Yeah, that's real. Uh, Mike Tyson talking about coming back and fighting this nigga Shannon Briggs. He looks pretty good. Um, y'all y'all gonna tune into the Mike Tyson fight? Ooh, wait, I hope this never happens. Whoa, that nigga look good right now, bro. Yeah, that's because he, he's. I mean, it's stationary though. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. I, this nigga gonna get move, start moving around, get winded, and <laughs> and then Shannon. What? Wait, hold on, wait. Shannon Briggs. Yeah. Who the? What was the last time Shannon Briggs fought? I don't know. It's been a minute, but I mean, Tyson's like what sixty, maybe. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't be mad at that then. Get get some two washed up niggas. I mean, I I, I saw the video of uh, Tyson training, but c- come on, if. It, <laughs> If he, if he fought like a, a, a like a in shape boxer, that nigga's going down. I don't care what anybody say. Don't still want to see Roy Jones Jr. fight? <laughs> I look, I look. You think Tyson want to die in the ring, bro? I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying I want it to happen. I think Tyson wants to die in the ring. I look honestly. I don't think so. I wouldn't say that. I don't Shout think he does. Tyson. I don't want I to think see him. He, his his life is empty without boxing, bro. I mean, but that's isn't that just it's just life. Yeah, that's that's true. He needs to give that up. Don't don't do I yeah, I definitely don't want him out here like Roy Jones. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that we had some people die this this week. It was a dark week, man. So many we had uh I feel like that could have been a better transition. What we had some people oh, die. Hey, dude. we had some people die. This week. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna laugh at that, but uh, no, man, man, I'm you, sorry. It's, what you said was, <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. But uh, man, I just want to. I normally leave it to the end, but I kind of want to get a discussion about if y'all had anything to say about these people. Uh, so we had Betty Wright pass away. Um, this week. Um, rest in peace. We had uh, Little Richard, Jerry Stiller, and Andre Harrell. So it was a lot of a lot of deaths this week, man. Um, rest in peace to all of them. Condolences to all their families. Anything y'all want to say on any of them? Uh, no, just rest in peace. Yeah, love to your your families and friends. And see, you fuck with King of Queens hard, don't you? Yeah, that was that shit. Yeah. I was I woke up and I was just it was kind of it was what the day after. Uh, Andre Harrell, yeah. So I was just, I was kind of like, damn. It just seems like it's, like they say, you lose them in threes, man. I I did not know that was Ben Stiller's dad. Yeah, I I never knew that. That's 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 crazy. Still a name, never gave it away. Nah. For some reason, it did. It didn't make. I, I probably should have put two or two together. But Man, it just seemed it. like it was icons this this weekend. Like Andre Harrell is an icon, bro. And he, and he was young. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't that old. That's fifty seven, I think. Like a heart attack. That's yeah. Did no, Diddy hurting right now, man. He losing some people. Yeah. Did um, 
did you guys hear about the German soccer, the soccer player who was pronounced dead in 2016 and they found him in Germany is alive. He was still alive. Yeah. I, saw that. I wish I could do that shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> that shit is how I'll pop up as a porn star in Tzirkistan or some shit. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> Fam, that should have be lit. Wait, so so I didn't read the story. Did he do it for a reason? Like, was he going bankrupt or something? I don't know. I ain't, I ain't uh, oh wait, it might have been staged. Loki, I don't know. I feel like it has to be because why? Why are you just letting people think you're dead? And he, <laughs> and he had a ten year old kid. Yeah, he he had to be going through some shit like. He owes should have did that shit. <laughs> shit. I'm... How do you get that confused though? What do you mean? Like, how did I don't I don't how do you pull that off? I don't. How do you successfully pull that off? I don't know. Uh, crash your car, either. burn that whole shit, and do do some life shit like put <laughs> put put like a some random homeless nigga in no, there. But they usually <laughs> check. <laughs> They check like dental or something. Yeah, they, they, yeah, it's it, it's hard to pull that off now. Oh, uh, what did he go missing? Maybe he just went missing and then they presumed him dead. No, yeah. they said that it was a car accident. Yeah, uh, hey, do do what I said. Like that motherfucker on fire. They thought he died in a car crash, which I'm like, I don't know how you confuse that. <laughs> what what's it? What uh, country is he from? Because they fucking CSI team probably not the uh, best. He was he was from the Congo. <laughs> He was from the Congo. Oh, yeah, the Congo. They was like, all right. Yeah, they probably was like, oh, that's his car. That got to be him. Yeah, he got to be I dead. <laughs> yeah, I can't see them doing a full-on investigation on shit. It was just a fight. He wasn't even a car. It was just a, a carriage. Hit his line. Hit his line. If he don't answer that one, he gone. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I can see that shit happening. Uh, you know who needs to do that shit? Uh, six nine man. Oh, I forgot about that. This nigga, bro. Somebody, Jack Boy. I, it's not. I wouldn't expect the most intelligent questions to come from him, but this shit made sense when he said it. What's the purpose of having money when he cannot enjoy it? I don't. That doesn't make sense to me because he can enjoy it. Can he? I think so. I would, I would yeah. How can't he? Like he could. How like can't he? he? If you have enough money, you can make being stuck in home comfortable. If you have enough money, you can vacation to places where you can kind of have some safety and make sure. I think it goes. I think he was going beyond that though. He was going public perception and like you don't feel safe anywhere. Like if you look at his life now. In the past week, he has to move twice. Mm-hmm. That can't be enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see what you... It, it, you definitely cannot move around like you want. It's, it's, you, have a, you have a huge restriction on life. Uh, but... Uh, if I'm still getting paid, I can, I can make the best of this. I feel like I could take it because, I mean... We we saw the we saw the woman in his video. They had to come to his crib, so he, he got the means to, to get what he need. So so you would switch you would switch lives with six nine. Oh, I would heavily 
I would debate. Oh, are you referring like full time or like now? Quarantine now? No, no, now. Uh, not. I mean, not quarantine. Just when? When? Just in general. Um, you got to live the rest of your life like you, or you got to live the rest of your life like six nine. No, I, I wouldn't do it because I can't do what he does. Okay, so that's well, no. It, so you couldn't enjoy it then. It's not. It's it's uh, it's not that. It's it's honestly it's harder than you think. It's a harder question than you think. That man is a millionaire, and you would not switch lives with him. That tells you how bad his life is right now. But I I, I think what it is is. The reason I want to switch with him is because I can't do what he does. I can't do the constant trolling. I can't do the constant putting myself out there because he has to do that if he wants to make money. Now, him, that might just be who he is. He's just he's an attention whore. So him putting himself out there and, and getting money by doing that, that might be fun to him. That shit wouldn't be fun to me constantly having to do that and take the scrutiny and having to fucking respond to niggas on IG and having to fucking troll 24 That That just wouldn't be... I, I don't want to live my life like that. But maybe he does. Yeah, if my punishment was I had to keep moving from nice house to nice house... What? I mean, it's not like he got to do it just because just because he has to. Yeah. Like he's just hopping around just to see the scenery. He's hopping because he's fearing for his life. But also, if I if I can if I have the means to make sure that I'm protected and comfortable, it doesn't really sound that bad. I, it's I something I would consider. He's definitely going to be shit. Yeah. I, I, actually, I don't know. That seems like a fucking nightmare you're not free he's not free right now like he's probably more protected in jail than he is in the streets i mean because what he's on house arrest but after he's on house arrest he can move how he wants right yeah but it's like damn can you (laughs) can he move like he wants? he can move how he he, i would i would leave i would leave the country honestly i mean it's like bro he's not safe anywhere so what is he supposed to do with his money that he can't do because he's I mean, you saw how he was moving even when he was out here uh, trolling O-Block and all that shit. He can at least do that because he didn't break the street code of putting niggas away for years. But I guess he broke a street code. What? Niggas don't respect him and niggas want to kill him. But how can't he use his? How can he enjoy his money is my question. What can't he do to enjoy his money? I'm, I don't think it's more money is enjoy your freedom. He's not free now. What, uh, what, what? He's still in jail. If he's on house arrest... You, Even when he get off house arrest, he's not gonna be in the streets. I don't. I mean, do you have if you have a certain amount of money? Do I need to be in the streets? That, that that's what I'm saying. Like he can he can leave the country. He can like go I, to yeah. Europe. I, I can vacation wherever I want to go, and I can if I want to go on vacation, I get me a nice little villa isolated. Cool. Hey man, that's that that's what you want to do. Like, like I, I said, he's not he's not dead or anything, but now he has to live in a constant fear of his safety. It is going to be that. That's why you got to I would move to goddamn Spain or some shit, live there and, and continue to troll <laughs> from, from my fucking uh, Barcelona <laughs> crib. <or whatever. laughs> and, and just like, like, yo, hey, what's up? I'm dropping a new video, all that. But I would. But then it's like, yo, the thing that your gonna, life is completely different, bro. And the thing that's going to hurt him is I don't know how he's going to like he can make money off merch you're not going to make streaming. that much money off off streaming. It's just not going to happen. He can't do shows. But I don't know if he could have done shows before anyway. 
That's you very can, true. You could make a decent amount. Young boy was saying he was making four hundred thousand off just off his YouTube. Shit, that and that shit might change just how they change in YouTube because now YouTube streams is like counting towards Billboard. So I, I mean, if and also NBA YoungBoy is like the most streamed rapper in YouTube ever. So uh, maybe Six Nine can make that much off streaming, but yeah. shows. I really don't. Shows think is done for him. I don't, shows is done for him. I think shows had been done, so it don't. It don't honestly. I don't think it's that bad for him. If you if you have enough money, you're a, you can go out and put yourself in a bubble where you're safe. I I mean I think it just tells yourself something when we have to seriously debate whether we would switch lives with a millionaire well, no, who I can thought, get possibly asking. any women, any woman that he wants. If he if he, I mean, you mean like just right. have to live how he has with the money? Yeah, I would I would highly consider that. I, I definitely wouldn't. I can tell you that, and and be considered a snitch, and niggas say it's on sight for me. No, I'll pass. I'll live his brain. Hey, hey, them broke. <laughs> hey, them broke niggas not going to Bali. So, what the fuck is you talking about? <laughs> them, broke, them broke niggas not gonna be able to send their niggas where I'm at. I know that for a fact. They gonna yeah. be Mustafa to get them fucking off you. <laughs> the when they bring that fucking hummus to your door and shit. Them niggas not gonna be able to touch or see me. I'm gonna live comfortable. I ain't shout out to I ain't shouting out that rat nigga. Uh, Song fire. Yeah, uh, we gonna. uh, I guess we can talk about it now. Gooba, man, what's your feelings on it? New single six nine dropped after he went on live for two hours, apologized to people for snitching. I didn't know that he he do that. He he didn't. He didn't really. He didn't really apologize. He he like he apologized to his fans for getting into the situation, but he really was like. Yo, how y'all? What would y'all do? Yeah, like, like, how y'all gonna blame me for snitching when y'all when they fucked my baby moms, kidnapped me, you know, send threats to my mom? Like, what what would y'all do? And mm-hmm. I mean, sh- listen, I'm not a street nigga. I know what I do, <laughs> but I want to put myself <laughs> in that situation. <laughs> like, yeah, I, my thing is, I don't think people are mad that he told in a way. People are mad that he. P- he did so much to cause all that shit. Like, he was the reason why niggas was shooting at Keith. He was the reason why niggas was doing this tradeway shit heavy. He funded the whole shit. Yeah. And then when we going down, you're going to be like, well, all these niggas real gangsters. Put them away. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's some fucked up shit. You, you, you can't do that. But, God, I mean, yeah, he, he finessed them niggas, man. Shit's Nasty, bro. He fucked up their whole life. They was part of it. Trust me. Yeah, but yeah. they they deserve. I mean, they, they did what they had to do. But it was like, damn, it's just, it's just kind of fucked up that he was able to finesse his way out of it. But I mean, that's that's what it is when you. I feel like part, when you're, part of it you understand. Yeah, because he's not a street nigga. He was never a street nigga. So it's like, I, I feel like, I think even beyond that, it's you. After a certain point, you can't hold on to loyalty. If you're being disloyal to me, like why am I supposed to hold on to loyalty to you? And I think that's like a normal person's logic. Yeah. And especially if you're not in the streets, if you if you're not a street nigga, you're just gonna be like, yo, fuck this. I'm about to start snitching. <laughs> and I don't think it's on that though. Like it, loyalty goes beyond you being the causation of this shit. You paid me to shoot at this nigga. 
how can you then going around like, okay, I did pay him, but he's the one who did it, get you out of this whole shit? Like, you got to... If he put himself in that situation, you got to pay the people. You got to continue to... you. I, he he knew what it was. If you got all these people supporting you, and they're asking for more money, more money, more money, you got to continue to feed them. You're you're in this shit now, like like it's just how it is. But I mean, hey, snitch to get out, and now he's back. He got the number one song in the country. Yeah, I mean that's how it goes. I mean we all predicted that too. We all knew what it was. Like niggas don't care about that shit no more. Like even I mean I checked it out like I I'm still gonna check out his music and nigga make good music he just a rat yeah I, I can't respect him I, at the end of the day I do not respect that nigga I do not respect what he stands on I understand why he did it to a certain extent because more of the hey shit y'all was trying to violate him so I'm gonna get back at you. But I also see as if you order this shit and you the whole reason behind all this shit and you're just able to get out of the whole situation just by telling, I can't respect that. But does it matter if you don't respect them if you still listen to the music? Yeah, I think I think it does. As a personal level, I don't I don't respect a lot of rappers in the game right now. I mean, because you listen to that music still feeding you still putting streams and dollars into them. And that's respecting what doesn't would get some pay or it doesn't help their livelihood. Okay. I mean, but it's plenty of niggas we don't respect that we still listen to their music. So, I mean, it don't matter. I mean, he's not going to get anything from me whether I respect him or not. But it's just like on a personal level, I don't vibe with that. I don't rock with that behavior. So, I mean, he, he probably don't care, but Shit, it's just something you you shouldn't move out here like that. <laughs> I seen a comment. They said this nigga got arrested, uh, was facing like forty years. Snitch came home and still dropped before Playboy Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's just nuts. <laughs> That's insane. That's just nuts, bro. But it is what it is, man. It's a new era, new dawn. Why is this okay? Uh. Shit, man, I think that's about it. We got the Tyra stories. I guess y'all want to hit on that. The the old clips of Tyra, her show came out on Insta, uh, on Twitter and social media this week. And people were saying how she was so, like, insensitive to a lot of shit from race relations to, I guess, one girl had a gap and it was just roasting her to hell. Uh, then further down in seasons beyond that they made somebody get a gap because <laughs> it was in and I don't know it's just a whole bunch of crazy shit y'all got any thoughts on that uh, I'm I'm not really mad at um, I mean it was a different time all, all them shows are like low key all reality shows back then are hella problematic if you watch them like it's just it, it is it was a different time they they were just doing a whole bunch of other stuff so i'm not that i'm not that mad at you know tyra she she did some crazy shit but i mean that's how it was back then yeah she handled it well she i think she did exactly what you need to do if you ever get in trouble on social media say hey i heard i heard everything that's going on uh i i agree i fucked up 
I'm sending virtual hugs out to everybody. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Was that what she I'm, said? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, isn't that kind of like dismissive? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just it's saying. I mean, what what else do you want her to say? All right, so it was basically I've right, been seeing the post about the intensity of some of the past uh, America's Next Top Model moments. I agree with you. Looking back. Those were some really off choices. Appreciate your honest feedback. Send you love and virtual hugs. I address uh, the situation saying I, I don't agree with them now. There we go. It, it works for this situation. I don't, I don't know if that stuff ever flies because it honestly, it never works like that. Even if you apologize it, for your old shit, it, it, it's not like, oh, okay, they're sorry. Yeah, I feel like it, it only works for this situation because it's like, all right, what are we going to do? This is fucking... 10 years ago we all watched the show i mean like like y'all all watched it you didn't have a problem with it then it's not like this is some fucking secret shit that n- nobody you know knew about or some like something that people are unearthed it was a tv show that millions of people watched all i can say is damn yeah i was tweaking back then so what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, you know I'm I mean? saying that uh, as far as public relations like if you if you the thing you need to do when these things happen is own up to it. Say, hey, this was wrong, and just move on from that. If you go try to buck it or you you try to justify your shit, it's gonna go bad quickly. Oh yeah, you so the best thing you can do is just just take it, own it, and try to move on from there. Yeah, you you should never try to justify it. <laughs> if, if a whole bunch of people just saying you're wrong, you just you just gotta. <laughs> hey, yeah, y'all right, man. <laughs> I was but, tweaking. But has there been pushback to that? To Tyra? To her no, apology. I haven't seen any. I don't I didn't see any. Yeah. Cause usually when the shit like tweets, even if you apologize, it's No, people, it's gonna be people, people that be great. like, hey, well, I don't I don't accept it. Like you were totally off base and you you just have when you're wrong about something, you have to accept it. Not everybody's gonna accept your apology. But if you come across as like, hey, I understand the problem and either I fixed it or I'm working to fix it, then People would normally be like, all right, whatever. It was a different time. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the comments and it's it, it looks split. It, people are like, I right, you need to provide more, and some people are like, <laughs> what the fuck do you want me to do? Yeah, like, that's what I would get, man. Like, what the fuck you want me to do? Like, fam, you watch the you you watch the show clearly. I, I don't I, I don't make the show no more. <laughs> like, we need to go reshoot the whole damn season <laughs> seven or some shit. Like, yo, it is what it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. So she was she was wilding, but like, goddamn, what you want me to do? So. I don't know. That's why I'm, I'm glad I'm not famous because after somebody says some shit like that, I need to provide more. All right, bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, shit, other than that, I, I really don't got nothing. We can hop into music. Uh, I want to hop into albums or singles first. I mean, we got the biggest news this week was the Doja Cat, uh, Doja Cat Nikki. Uh, hit number one on the Billboard charts. I think we saluted that at the beginning of the the pod. Um, I don't know if this was a fair this is a fair contest, man. To keep it a hundred, which hey, I'm not saluting that. Barbs are crazy, bro. They, they, it's they, not they, even they, just the barb things. I mean, we all saw the barbs like watching. I mean, listening to the song on every device that they had in their home. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I saw a video of this girl. She was scrolling down her credit card charges and she bought that song so many fucking times, bro. It was like a thousand times. What the? She got it. It's a mental illness, bro. 
I ain't saying nothing about the bars, man. Y'all, y'all do what y'all got to do. <laughs> so, y'all do what y'all got to do. I, hey, song, shout out to bars, man. I don't want no smoke. No, that song I, shouldn't be number one. It that shouldn't, and that's the problem. Like it, it gets, it, this is, it gets to the point where this shit gets, this army pushes anything, even if it's not good. Yeah, and they do it just, just for stat padding or just for statistics and recognition. This shit is nuts. It's nuts that I'm actually afraid of them, bro. Yeah, I'm. They, they, they are different. They a different breed. But the thing is, and that's my problem with Nikki. She needs to like. She's empowering this terrorist group, and it, it needs to <laughs> stop, bro. Like real shit. This should not be empowered because they about to. They about to do some shit. I'm. I see it in in the next coming. Uh, years, they're going to cross the line for real, for real. I can see one of them murdering somebody straight up. I wouldn't be surprised. Also, Selena that. shit, Str- for real. I can see it. Mm-hmm. She, like Nikki needs to address that. She needs to like calm their ass down. I was just shocked, bro. Because you know how normally, like when you get a number one, you you feel it. You see TikToks. You see something. Yeah. I didn't feel this shit at all. No, because it's a remix of a song that was already popping, but but it's like nobody. I, I, I haven't even really heard Nicki's verse for real. I've no. seen I've seen lyrics posted, but I don't I don't know what that shit sound like. <laughs> and, and that's just number one. At least for the Savage remix, the people were dancing with it, and and I, I heard it because everybody reposting it. But this is like. Come on, man. Yeah, I thought this was just unfair, man. From from the the whole Barb shit to Doja saying she was gonna show her titties. You know, I wanted to see them shits. Oh yeah, yeah. I would. I'd I'd, I'd, I'd play some streams to see. <laughs> and then she got on the stream today talking about she played y'all, and I, I still didn't play the song. Although I wanted to see them, I wouldn't be mad. I, I wouldn't be mad. No, no, I was gonna say you a really nasty person if you really. Streamed the song because he thought you could get you some tips. <laughs> no, no, man, I ain't, I ain't play no streams. Like I hate that song. That song is ass to me. Like the the song, the actual song is very, very good. The remix is trash. So I can't even be happy for Doja the way I want to be because it feel like it, it just shit feel cheap, bro. Yeah, it's like a cheek hole. Right? Right, yeah. So I don't know. We we can move on. Uh. I mean, I, the one thing I could be happy is four women got the one and two spot. Four black women got the one and two spot. So that's that's a major look. I don't Shout know if that's something to, to be happy about in this in, in regards to how it was achieved. I'm gonna keep it being. Yeah. I think that I think that without the shenanigans, they would have got one and two. But we never know. We'll never know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think say. I don't think say so gets number two, man. Without the shenanigans. Savage yeah, remix, yeah, because that's Beyonce. <clears throat> Beyonce is the biggest artist, like uh, right now. Just it's Beyonce. Nikki, this is our first number one. Yeah, her doing a remix should not drive a song to go to number one. It's just you know, especially if it's trash. Yeah. So, uh, another thing we need to address is niggas dropping uh, mixtapes on Tuesday. On that piff, um, I'm speaking about Chris Brown and Young Thug. 
while uh, slime and B is extremely fire, don't ever do that shit again. I, I didn't understand that. Why would you take away from your streams? Yeah, it, yeah. I, I don't know why they dropped it on <laughs> on that pit first. Like, if, if if your whole plan was to put it on there in the first place, why don't you just do that? I didn't even. I didn't know it was on that piff. I thought it was on just on SoundCloud. Yeah, it, was it was on that piff first. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, yes, it was that piff and SoundCloud. I think they dropped that at the same time. Oh, okay. And then it was like the same day they just put it on Apple Music. Like, nigga, what what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it I was, I was like two days afterwards. It was like Thursday they put it on Apple Music. I was like, bro, what was your fucking purpose? It's just it was the order. The order. I'm not mad at them doing it. I'm ups, I'm disappointed in the order. I'm confused by the order. Oh, like so if they did it all at the same time. Like if you put it on like Spotify, title, Apple Music first, and then you want to throw it up on SoundCloud, cool. I don't think it makes sense to throw it up on that piff and then SoundCloud and then you hit the DSPs. Yeah, I'm not yeah. I'm not listening to it on there. Yeah. Uh but anyway, what 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 y'all think about the the overall vibe of the album? Any standouts? Um, it was cool that City Girls is definitely a standout. Fire. That's yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a good one. That's an outside joint. Yeah. Oh my god, I wish we was outside for that. Yeah, I th- I thought it was a really good album. I didn't even I didn't have that uh, much expectations for it, but it was real good. I, I was actually surprised by um, Sea Breezy and Thugger's chemistry. Chemistry, yeah. The way the way Thug was able to keep up on that City Girls was nasty. His verse on there was crazy. Yeah, it was. <laughs> this this was a really it, it was it was really good. Way better than what I expected. Way better. Yeah, I like Go Crazy as well. That was that was also another standout. Um, help me breathe too. I don't know why some of these features weren't listed on the songs, but they have future on it. Um, <laughs> that E40 uh, feature. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, this this nigga must have uh, like spit two sentences in like one bar, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is this nigga talking about?" But that song is trash to me. I don't like him drunk. <laughs> I thought you was gonna say, "But that song is cool." <laughs> no, no, that song is trash. Undrunk. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. I can't wait uh, to get on drunk. That shit is garbage. Why did they do that? <laughs> but yeah, um overall I'll give it like a an eight. Pretty solid. Mm, yeah, I'll give it that. Uh I'm throw it a seven and a half. Okay. Uh another album that dropped was Kalani. Uh YG's X. Um What y'all thinking about this one man? I honestly don't know. I've listened to it really? like three or four times and I usually when you listen, you can tell like what's going to be a nice standout or like something that really hits. Mm. I've struggled with that with this one for some reason. I like that Tory. I think the Tory is a standout for me. Uh, I don't have like any major other standouts. It's a lot of good songs on yeah. it. Oh, um, the Hate the Club with Masigo. Um, I like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that right after that, can I is amazing. It transitioned so well, and I don't know how I came upon it. I think maybe I was playing all my new songs on random or something like that, and that happened. But uh, that shit was kind of fire. Uh, but it was it was a solid album to me. Yeah, I, I thought it was solid too. I think um, yeah, the ones you guys said. Uh, I like grieving. 
uh, with James Blake. Uh, um, it, it was it was it was solid to me. Like uh, I usually like Kaylani's albums, um, but um, yeah, I think I think it was just a solid album. Nothing too crazy. Can we do away with skits that have nothing to do with the next song? That was ridiculous. That fucking <laughs> Megan skit. Yeah, can, can we just do away with that shit? That shit pisses me off so much. Um, but yeah, it was a solid album, man. But let's let's keep that out of the album. I don't know if y'all doing that to bolster the track list or what, but that's not needed. Uh, the Brown Boy Nav, man, he dropped. Uh, he actually dropped two projects. He dropped Good Intentions, which was the standard uh, album, and Brown Boy Two, which was the deluxe album. I guess Uzi started a trend with dropping full length <laughs> albums of your deluxe edition. The only thing uh, is, you from Uzi gave us like a week. Now yeah. it was like two days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all want some more? No, we, no, we still was under that Brian act, bro. But Loki, this could Loki. I think does this help his numbers for the for the one album, or is this treated as two separate albums? I don't know. Uzi's Uzi's was counted as two separate albums. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, damn. Because I see it's combined into one on Apple Music. But I don't know how it's going to be treated, especially because it was dropped in one week. Yeah, because Uzi's was the same way because they combined Uzi's with EA, but I guess they still separated it. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm just wondering, will it be treated differently because it's in the same uh, calendar week? Uh, yeah. And they pretty much had to treat Uzi's as two separates because they dropped in different weeks. Oh yeah, that is going to be. How is that going? Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know, but uh, let's get into the music. I thought it was pretty good, man. Um, it's not his best work. Um, I liked his last project a little bit better, but it's pretty good. You got some shit on it. Yeah, that, that's how I felt. Like I like it, but I didn't. Well, I'm t- I'm talking about the first the first one he dropped. I like it, mm-hmm. but I didn't like love it. But mm-hmm. it, it it was still it was still solid. I I think I like the second one. I, I think I like the one that he dropped today more because I, I like uh, melodic Nav, and I feel like he was more melodic on this one. On the first one, he was really on his rap and shit more, and not yeah. It started to run together a lot, yeah. Um, his flows and shit, but I, I could definitely agree with that. Um, I liked the status song. I think him and Uzi are fucking uh, Goku, uh, Gohan, and Trunks. Anytime they get together, they gonna make a, a smash. Yeah. Um. That second thug song, that spend it, that shit was fire. I like the song with Don Tolliver. Um. That's pretty much it for the first one. That yes sir on that second album, that shit is hard. It's fuck. Yeah, it's just fire. I didn't even finish the first sixteen. I wasn't running to the second sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you gonna wait? <laughs> hey, shout out to the brown boy. Yeah. Uh, Dirk, little Dirk, just cause y'all waited too. It seems like Dirk was the <laughs> he was the poster child for not being a snitch this week. So anybody <laughs> that's saying don't listen to uh six nine was saying to go listen to that new Dirk. <laughs> uh what y'all think about that, man? Hey man, let me tell you something. I I'll be loving this rap game sometimes, man. <laughs> I'll be loving I'll be loving this game man Cause I swear I had no expectations For this you know I, I was just like Hey Dirk dropped something, something new You know let, let me put let, let me press play on this joint This shit was fire to me man Like yeah. this shit was I'm, 
all the tracks to me was hidden. And y'all know me when it comes to that pain music. Inject that shit into my veins. <laughs> I, I'm fucking inject that shit straight into my veins. And that's how, like, almost all these tracks was just straight pain music. He was spitting. I, I really liked it. I, I like when the game do me right, man. The game did me right by this. Pause, by this man. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the rap too sensual with this shit, bro. <laughs> but, uh, but that shit, I, I really like that album. I really, I, I think to me, I think it was the best album that dropped that day. I mean, I've been like, I think it's been, I don't know if Dirk is underrated or what. But like Dirk has never really disappointed since like his old days. Dirk has never really disappointed with the album. It's always been there. It's just him needed to ne- take that next step. I don't know if he took that next step with this album, but it's a it's a good album. I like Twenty Four Eight. That, that's probably one of the hardest songs I've heard in a while. Twenty Four Eight is is crazy. I think the thing with me is the good part about Dirk is I never have expectations. So I, I'll never be like, "Yo, this was super trash." Because I, I, yeah. for some reason, I just I don't ex- I don't expect anything. So yeah. if the music is, it hits, I'm I'm surprised and I'm I'm happy I'm happy about. It. If it doesn't, I just keep it moving. That's true. That that's a, actually a really really good point about it. Just like shit, you, I don't know. I just always know I'm gonna get something from the album, like a, a few tracks that I can you know keep banging. But uh, yeah, it was it was a solid album. I give it like seven point five. Uh, like I said, twenty four eight, definitely go and check that out. I think to me that was one of my favorite songs off the album. Um, y'all have any standouts on it? That three headed go. Yeah, that's just that's just crazy. I, I love I love uh, Street Affection. Uh, what else? Um, man, I, I mess with all these, man. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but Polo G. He might have next, man. He welcomes you to Chicago. He might yeah, have. He got an album coming out next week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he he he, he smoked that uh three-headed goat. That shit was that shit was crazy. But I, yeah, so. I really like that album. I'll I'll give it an eight point five, man. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Damn. Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. It was a it was a good album to me. Uh we can kind of not go too deep into these next ones we're running a little late on time uh we got state of emergency emergency by little tj oh, disappointed i didn't get to i ain't get to that damn i, I, I like tj it, but i was disappointed with this one um it, it was one song on there it was fire uh it was the hold on what song was this my city with Jay out of Prince, who I've been like saying that nigga, that nigga got the melodies, bro. That nigga Jay out of Prince, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, he got a feature on that shit on a song called My City. Uh, but that other than that, it's it's just regular regular shit. Bad Bunny dropped an album called Las Las Que No Iban A Salir. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I haven't took in Spanish class in a minute. <laughs> Anybody check that out? Dude, I feel like he always drops an album, and I want him to <laughs> relax. <laughs> you, don't, you don't fuck with Bad Bunny? I've never listened to a Bad Bunny song, but it's like every week, it's like, yo, a new Bad Bunny album is here. Please relax. You like, like Mia? Well, I've never heard it. That, that's the one with Drake. With Drake? 
I've, Bro, you've heard Mia? You've I, heard Mia before. I don't I don't know. I've never intentionally pressed play on a bad buddy song. Oh, okay. No, nah, that Mia, that Mia is fire, bro. He got some shit on here. Oh, I didn't listen to it. I got No, no, no. I, I I'm damn, I'm trying to which track it was. I think it was uh I, I, yeah, I'm not even gonna try to. <laughs> but he, he he got some shit on here though. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to check that out. I fuck with Bad Bunny. He got that whole like Uzi vibe going where he be doing like the androgynous shit. Not really androgynous because he don't. I mean, he dressed up like a woman in that one music video. But he got that whole like swag where I don't care what you say about me. I'm gonna dress the way I want to dress type shit going on. Mm-hmm. And I fuck with that. I fuck with the confidence. <laughs> uh, Marky Bossy also dropped an album this week called Man Makes Plans. Did not listen to that, but I really fuck with Marky Bassey. Um, so maybe you should check that out. Any other ones y'all know about that I didn't mention? Full projects, not that I know of. Yeah. Smooth Smooth L dropped an album, but it was trash, so I'm not even gonna tell y'all to listen to that shit. Oh, uh Rico Love dropped an album and it's like uh it's like a compil- compilation with just like all women artists. It's it, it's it's not it's not bad, not not crazy, but yeah, it was all right. Oh, Larry June. Larry June dropped a project with Cardo this week. Pretty oh. solid. Oh damn. Um Larry man, Larry June, we're gonna have to have a conversation about Larry June, man. That nigga his bars be like hilarious, but they be inspirational. That nigga said, You got a new apartment, let's go get you some furniture. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> this nigga's the goat, bro. <laughs> Motivation. It'd be that simple. Hey man. Uh but I guess we get into the singles. Migos, man. <laughs> Honestly, we didn't talk about this before I get into this. <clears throat> They're getting to that point that they were right before Back to the Bando. Hmm. Back to the Bando saved Migos. And P- I don't know if people remember, at one point, Migos was looking bad. They are back at that point right now. Rex Too Skinny is ass and Taco Tuesday is super ass. Wait, I didn't even know Rex Too Skinny dropped. It's oh, it dropped today. Yeah. Oh damn. I didn't even listen to that taco shit. I haven't like come on. Oh, yeah, I, I had y'all, y'all got me. Fooled. He said, come on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I feel like when they just start throwing Lucy's, I know not to pay attention. Maybe it's just is, me. Is offset on there? Oh, Rax Too Skinny? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to check it out, but yeah. Damn, I even know they dropped the video, too. Yeah, uh, so I'm I'm kind of stuck in this place on I want to ask the question, is QC stocking up and, like, gearing up for a big year, or is, are they losing steam? Because we don't know what's going on with Cardi. Migos lost everything. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Duke Deuce is he headed in the right direction, but I don't think you can hold down all of QC with Duke Deuce. I mean, a l- little baby's still doing his thing. The, okay, yeah, you still got little baby. Yeah, yeah I didn't even think that's about it. That. But City Girls, they kind of fell off, man. I, I think they're dropping a new album. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, are they just gearing up for a big year? It, it, it could be. I, I'm gonna wait till I'm gonna wait till the Migos drop. Get really into album mode because I don't know what this is. If if this is a single, 
I mean, I, I you never know with them because they drop so many just random tracks. But I'm I'm gonna wait and see how they go. Yeah. So, I mean, other than that, I don't see too many other singles, man. Uh, this week, far as albums, we got Alicia Keys dropping her album called Alicia. Uh, Roy Woods dropping an EP called Dim Times. Damn, Roy. Uh, Polo G dropping the Go album, and Time Served Money Bag Yo, Deluxe Edition. So, nothing, nothing to be too hyped about this week. Uh, but yeah, um, y'all got any any other things before we hop into shoutouts? No. Nah. Uh, Donnie, you want to start it off? Uh, I'm going to shout out the mothers again, you know, belated Mother's Day to everybody. It's crazy, man. Like they, they gave, they gave birth to us, man. It's just, you know, to, to go through that process is, is insane when you think about it. So shout out to all the mothers and all the mothers, um, that like, uh, you know, like lost a kid even before giving birth. Like that's, I, I saw a lot of people talking about that on the timeline and um, sometimes we forget how traumatic that experience is. So shout out to uh, those women too. Yeah, I saw some dumbass trolling about that shit. She was getting heated to hell though. So yeah, she deserves it real quick. Um, but when you say the process, you mean like pushing a child out of your vagina? Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's insane. It's wild. Shout out to the mothers, man. Uh, see, what you got? Um. I'm gonna send a shout out to is this one little buddy over one dude overseas in like London or something. He's been giving himself a tattoo a day since the quarantine started, and he said he's not gonna stop until it's over. So, <laughs> hey man, salute to you because that's a hell of a process. He's gonna be tatting his eyeballs and shit. <laughs> like he he's yeah, and he honestly looking at a picture, he didn't have much space to begin with. So you gonna give himself booty tats in a while, <laughs> in a minute. If this shit don't uh, so salute to him. And then I'm gonna send another shout out to uh, Casey O'Brien. He is on the Minnesota Golden Gophers uh, football team. He is a placeholder, but he just beat cancer for the fifth time again. So God damn, that's insane. Uh, so yeah, salute to him, man. Because uh, to keep fighting like that is that's some strong shit. Wow. What what kind of cancer do you get? Um, I don't recall. Uh let me see if I can find it real quick. But the fact that it was five times at what, twenty one, twenty two ish is insane. Let me see. Uh church. Osterocoma? Osteo. So something with the bones, most likely. Yeah. So like bone cancer or something like that. He got it, he was diagnosed at thirteen. Oh, okay. Damn. Uh I wanna send my shout out to to Elon Musk drug dealer. Whatever you are serving this nigga is the most potent shit on earth. Because this nigga is wild. He's doing crazy ass tweets. He named his fucking kid. I'm not even gonna attempt to to, <laughs> to, to pronounce this name. Did y'all see that nigga's name? Yeah. I don't know. But luckily he can't. They're not allowed to uh, use hyphens and shit in names in the state of California. So that shit done. So. 
Yeah, I, I feel like Isaiah twelve. Isaiah twelve. Bro, twelve or some shit. It's nuts. Can you imagine like a teacher just trying to fucking call this nigga's name out in class? Hey, just call me X, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, don't even. Hey, hey. I know, I know what you who you calling. I'm here. <laughs> oh shit, boy. Yeah, shout out to this wee man because he, he going on little fucking high benders on Twitter, talking about the, the world ain't real and all types of random crazy shit. So, I don't know, man. It's not a lot to shout out this week. It's been a rough week, but yeah. we hope things get better, man. Uh, we praying for everybody, and um, unless y'all got some, y'all got another thought to get off. We gonna get out of here. Thank you, solid. All right, man. Well, we appreciate everybody for listening. This has been episode seventy one. Y'all stay safe. Y'all stay, you know, y'all stay good out here, and we'll talk to y'all next week. Is yes, it?